on tight. Please keep your trays in the upright and locked the flummery. position. The flummery. To the flummery. Do anything you want me to. To the flummery. To your earlobes. Flummery. The frosty, the frostage. To the flummery. <laughs> Sorry, this is Scoop Steve. <laughs> to the flummery. Flummery. Frosty, the frostage. To the flummery. To the flummery. To your earlobes. Flummery. You can do anything you want me to. Earlobes. Yeah, we got it. We got it going yeah, on. <laughs> beers, 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 cheers, cheers, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. I thought that. this was a professional podcast. We've got, we'll just, you know, we'll probably clip the first couple minutes off. All right. We got it. Why is that coming through now? That's it. We is got it. Yep. All right. Okay, so let's cool. start that over. Jason, okay. so Jason, you are going on tour. Yeah, real quick, I'm going to redo that shout out to uh, Kaylee and Sadie Troyan listening back in Illinois, uh, the offspring of my buddy Ricky Troyan. Thanks for tuning in. And if you don't want your daughters to hear obscene language, then you should probably just turn it off now. Right. We are we are an adult podcast here. Yes. So Cold is Kingdom is going on tour starting when? March 1st, it's the Torito Supreme. That's an awesome poster, yeah. by the way. Thank you, Brad Gunnarsson, for your brilliance. Statusphere. Um, I have to throw something in here. So this is Flummery 46. We had some technical difficulties, and I want to just reintroduce our guest, the man with three first names, Jason Scott Michael, and which we were corrected on earlier today. You can just call me Jason, though. Right. We will call you Jason for the rest of the show for uh, you know expediency. And I want to welcome him back. He's a member of Cold Kingdom, and we are going to discuss a lot about the band and the upcoming concerts and tour. So, yes, we're starting off the tour March 1st in Mankato, Minnesota, which is our home away from home. We'll be at the What's Up Lounge. What's up? Love everything about the venue other than carrying my amps up two flights of stairs. Is that why it's called the What's Up Lounge? That's I've We've went up there. That. That's those stairs, and you guys. Last time you played there, or somebody, yeah. Last time we played there, they got a forklift. Yeah, we didn't have that. No, I don't know if they're because it's it's gonna be a Thursday, so I don't know if they're gonna go. It was the middle of summer, and we played there, and we were. I was drenched. Yeah, I got my shit. We were we were dying because it's it's so hot up there. But it's but yeah, it's it's literally it's way up there, and we have big road cases that we have to carry, and it usually takes about four guys. Yeah. Per case there. Zach didn't even bother to bring his cab up. He's like, I'm just going to go direct in and fuck yeah. it, whatever. But anyways, we love you. What's up, Lounge? Install an elevator. It'll, is please. that Friday, March 3rd? No, that's Thursday. It's Thursday? March 1st. March 1st. And yep. then, you, and then you're then you going to be where the next night? Route 47 in Minneapolis. Well, Which is Fridley. the old pickled park, if anybody doesn't know and is not aware of that. I missed the last show there. I heard it was pretty good. Yeah, it was great. I mean, yeah, it was a pretty packed house. Yeah, it was. You're gonna make me take a Friday off now again. You know oh yeah. Right? Yep. <laughs> um, it was the first show that I I did, and I kind of I put everything together as you know from from the ground up. I built, and and I was very happy with with the outcome. It was a great night, and uh, we're gonna do it again. 
And this time I'm bringing up a band from Racine called Imperial Fall. Uh, great dudes. So get there early. Check them out. It is Friday, my dudes. Friday, my you, dudes. So you that's mentioned the band, that's it. Who before is it again? Imperial Fall from Racine, Wisconsin. The drummer uh, runs a club out there called Route 20. Okay. Uh, we've played there a couple of times. So this is kind of my way, you know, doing the whole show trade thing. That's, that's how <clears> bands <throat> operate and get around. So. Uh, it was my turn to bring him up here and uh, give him a good show. So yeah. come out, Sweet. come early, and then uh, it'll be the debut of the band Eon, which is made up of members of bands from all over the Twin Cities. But uh, Blaine, I, Kyle, and Evan. Yep. I played in uh, Seventh Ascent <clears throat> with Evan Stevie, their drummer, uh, for, for a while, and then uh, Blaine Sylvia from Fifth Hour and Tepetrasi and kyle glidden from throw the fight and a million other bands but uh <laughs> every, kyle's been in just about every band around around the city one way he's or another he's a slut yeah he's, hey, a, uh, he's a dreaded slut he's a dread he's a dread-headed if, slut a dread-headed slut i can't remember if we if we mentioned it because i know it happened before the testicle difficulties which is such a good joke by the way uh but you mentioned somebody who helped a lot putting tour together. Somebody give a shout out to Robert. Oh yeah, yeah. Back in backtracking. I just wanted to make sure. Backing tracking. Um, yeah. Beep, 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 Robert beep, beep, Cosgrove, uh, the singer thanks. of Sleep Signals, <laughs> who will be uh, the direct support for the Route 47 show, and um, it's this this tour is pretty much happening because of him. Uh, he's done so much work. I I thought I was good at booking, and then I got in contact with Robert, and we've known each other for for couple of years now but uh yeah he knows what he's doing and and this tour would not be happening without him so much love rob if you're listening um i look forward to hitting the road with you for the next you know five weeks of of march into april so uh can't say enough about the guy um but picking back up on some of the dates we'll do minneapolis that uh march 2nd <clears throat> which is a Friday. Then we're going down to Fort Atkinson, a place that seems to be almost, uh, what's the word? Uh, every time that we, we play there, we've, we've played there plenty of times before, but almost every time that we play there, something bad happens and we've had to cancel like two shows there. Really? The first one was when our trailer got stolen. Uh, yeah. we were supposed to go down there that day and the trailer got stolen we had to cancel the show and then what was the second one um i don't remember the reason that we had to cancel the second show there but something something bad happened so knock on wood hopefully everything goes as planned this what's time. the what's the venue in fort atkinson uh hijinks hijinks okay yeah so uh, ran by the punzel yep. brothers uh which i can't say enough about those guys they're, they're great they know how to treat bands they you know they take care of you um so you're heading to wisconsin and then where after that yep so we're going to wisconsin then we're going to rockford illinois at whiskey roadhouse and we're going to take a day off then we'll be in madison wisconsin at the red zone well, that's and a lot of travel we'll <laughs> that's just the first part uh, <laughs> then we take another day off uh, sleep signals might fill in some dates in there uh, we just decided that we were going to take some some days off in between to kind of just relax and get Danny some vocal rest um, so then we pick up uh, 
March 8th in Sioux City at the Marquee, another place. We're pretty much starting to tour off with all of our Midwest rounds. That uh, Yeah, you're kind of going a little east and then going back around, right? And these are all venues that we frequent quite often on, on weekends. Uh, so lots of people that know you will be happy to see you come back. Yeah, well, That's hopefully. Good. hopefully. <laughs> so Sioux City, then we're going down to Algona, Iowa, which is the old... Life. Which is which is lifers yeah which uh they opened up they opened back up we used to we played there a couple of times we've actually broke down on our way there and uh i like that name though lifers yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like, a quick question so these related other to a bar. out of town places that you're playing and you're gonna have like local support playing with you guys then or what yep um yeah because the tour package is cold kingdom and sleep signals we're you know we're, we're doing the whole tour together the and then, Tourito Supreme, the Tourito Supreme. Uh, you can go to the Flummery, guys. I shared the, um, just so you know, I shared the kind of the first um, post about Tourito Supreme. If anybody wants to see it, or you can go to Cold Kingdom. Yeah, yeah of course, course. <laughs> Cold Kingdom. Uh, but I'm just gonna get through some of these <clears throat> other dates here. Just uh, so Sioux City, then Algona, Iowa, uh, Springfield, Missouri, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, and then. Uh, then a real fun one, which actually isn't announced on there, so this you're getting premium content right now. <laughs> we will be on March 13th. We will be playing in Austin for South by Southwest at the Dirty Fuck Dog yes. Bar. Oh, that's fucking sweet. Pretty- one of the best places to play music is in Austin. During yeah. South by Southwest. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's an industry. Well, it... it you know, it is what it is now, and people have their opinions on on what it is now. But there's tons of people flood to oh, Austin during that week to go see and experience live up and coming bands, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's kind of just like a bucket list thing to be able to say. We almost did it once, remember the Gorilla? Was it the was it the Gorilla music or something? I remember that was weird though. It was like. Pay us five hundred dollars and you can come down here and play. Yeah. But well, we we wouldn't have done it. We weren't going to do it unless we could book other shows, and it just didn't work out. So right. And that, I mean, the only reason we're doing it is because we're playing our way down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but after that, then we're going to so Austin and then Dallas and then nice Lubbock's Lubbock Lubbock yeah. Lubbock Lubbock Task. Texas. Lubbock, Texas. Tejas. Then uh, we're making our way close to the border and playing El Paso, and that's another festival date. That's uh, the Showdown Festival, and it was just announced we'll be uh, playing with Vince Neal. Oh, is that that? Of, of Motley Crue. We played with him a, we once before. We have it here. I wonder if there's more of a list on this one. No, those are actually the only bands that are playing that okay, day. cool. So it's us, then another band, then Vince Neal. I, I love fucking vince neil i don't care yeah last time we played with him was at um anyways <laughs> <laughs> i forgot the name of it. i saw him at buffalo chip and it was great yeah and then poison too we saw <laughs> which is best place to see those types of bands so El paso <laughs> for showdown festival uh then phoenix arizona let me take a little bit of a break. Then we're then we're hitting then we're hitting the start of the West Coast stuff, and uh, we're really excited to get back there. It's been almost a it'll be almost a, a an exact year since the last time that we played a lot of these cities on the West Coast. So uh, San Diego, and then I think we're pretty close to keeping it classy to uh, finalizing a deal in Las Vegas. Then we'll for sure be that'd in, be awesome in Anaheim at the Doll Hut, and then Long Beach. 
Uh, we're almost. That's where Harley lives. Long, yeah. Hopefully, we'll see you out there, Fluff. Um, Sacramento. <laughs> uh, we got a couple of dates that we're st- still trying to book in the middle of that. And we'll head up to Medford and then uh, Burley, Idaho, Kenwick, Washington, Logan, Utah, Salt Lake City, Utah, Greeley, Colorado, Manitow Springs, Colorado, Denver, Colorado. And then the last night of the tour will be in Lincoln, Nebraska with uh, a new band up from out there called Layton. Home called of the Cornhuskers. Layton? Layton? Layton, like the yeah. name. Uh, yeah, they, they're they uh, a band that kind of reached out to us, and we've been trying to put it, figure out a show together for a long time, and this was just a really good opportunity. Then, yeah, Big shout-out to them. They did a lot of the groundwork of finding the venue and getting the deals and making sure that everything that we ask for as a band was, was, was taken care so of. They so you're going to have them separate the blue M&Ms and the red M&Ms? Yeah, I, yeah I sent them our rider already. That's awesome. So. Okay, good. I just, I'd hate to see that go get, like, looked over, you know, passed over. So yeah, we need... Go on, what we... Cold Kingdom needs all blue M&Ms. Yeah. <laughs> Are you uh, renting a van again? No, we have our own van now. Oh, you do? Yep. We. Uh, I can't keep up with your guys' vehicle situation. We've had so <laughs> many vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a red van now. It's. Uh, you got a like a Ford cargo van or whatever those. those yeah, it's here? like uh, it's got four benches and then two pilot seats. Okay. Um. So there's now that we're a four piece, there's room for everyone to have their own bench. You know, when someone's not. Is driving. that the plan now? Is to stay kind yeah. of like a four piece? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I've been curious to asking you about that. We're kind of in the same boat, so yeah, it's it works for us. Um, you know, there was a lot of you know just throwing, going for it when when Zach left, and uh, we didn't know. We kind of knew that we didn't want to replace him. It's you know he's he was one of our best friends, and it's hard to go. Oh well, you're leaving. We'll just replace you with Joe Smith over here who <laughs> can hold a guitar. Um, <laughs> And it just it works for us as as a four piece as financially it's uh you know it's one less mouth as the shitty part is it's one less mouth to feed and as long as it didn't affect the show and i I don't feel that it does i I feel like we're still the same band with the same presence um you know it it just works right it works as a four piece so that's how we're we're choosing to go forward for now i mean in the future who knows mm-hmm. we want to get more technical with stuff but um the way that new songs are being developed or they're being developed with the idea that we're a four piece. Right. Yeah. There's, we're, we're, I mean, we're kind of in the same boat. I don't know. We're not going to just run and jump and get anything right now. Yeah. I mean, especially you guys are in the middle of recording an album and it's, that's picking another band member is not easy. Yeah. You you just wanted to streamline it and do it. We don't concentrate on one thing. Like I said, we don't want to just get anybody. It has to be, if, if the right person came along. Yeah. But like, yeah, it is what it is. Well, so. I shed a little tear when you know uh, he decided to leave, but yeah, we all did. I am not gonna lie. I, he, I mean, obviously, you guys know his stage presence was pretty awesome. Yeah. But all of you guys are able to do that, you know, and so I don't see it being a problem, you know. Right, and I say as that as far as like a takeaway from the show because you guys all jam pretty pretty hard. Yeah, on the stage, I, I definitely so. had to get used to having my <laughs> more, own more side of the stage. <laughs> uh, well, I was used to, you know, as guitar, guitar, and then I would stand kind of in the middle and bounce around and trade spaces with, with Danny. Danny. 
and then now it, yeah i did the first couple of shows it felt very kind of isolated and lonely on my own side of the stage i'm like i don't know people still acknowledge the bass player so it's not like anybody noticed jason needs a friend yeah but uh Slap no, I, the bass. I like it now you know it's i get to uh you spread more, your wings and more fly. space for activities speaking of space yeah i'm floating in space right yeah. now Ground Woo. control. Sandra Bullock in that space movie. <laughs> Gravity. <laughs> Gravity. Fuck Sandra Somehow Bullock. survived. <laughs> that Hashtag, movie was good until she survived. Hashtag me too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I finally caught up on that stupid shit that that uh, Michigan State doctor did. I didn't. Oh I have to tell God. you about that or something? I don't even know what you're talking about. I think I even like raped like 100... Underage. You want it? You want a little story? Gymnasts? I mean, I, I hate yeah, the. Okay. You want me to get into it a little yeah, bit? Yeah, let's get it. Let's let's get okay. into the dirt. Larry Sasur or whatever his name is. Yeah, he, he was a he was a physician for uh, Michigan State. Michigan State, and, and he was US one of the Olympics. top Olympic doctors. And like kids, like kids, you know how gymnasts are young when they start out. So I mean, these kids are like seven, eight, nine years old. Going to him like as gymnast and he's like parents would be in the room and they're like they angle be angled weird and he'd like rub his dick on their feet or like put his fingers in them and on the parents or the kids the kids hmm. he molested like 100 up to 150 or more kids children women for like how many years Young ladies yeah. like, like usa gymnastics pretty much everybody there's one girl from on like team he fucked with. seven to 14 she was molested multiple times by him Wow. When she was visiting him, like, I didn't realize what he was doing, but, like, I mean, he was just doing everything. Like, he would, I mean, whip his dick out. You know, like, the parents would be in the room and stuff, and he would, like, put his dick on a leg or a foot and, like, touch them, and it would be, like, stirrup stuff. And, and the kids never said anything? No. Uh, they didn't Not know until now. Well, they're, like, I mean, he would, he would uh, persuade them, like, nothing happened. Like, no, no, you know, whatever here. And all this stuff was going right in front of their parents, right on for most of the parents. Wow. So he got, uh, like, a 175-year sentence, or, he'll, like, he'll never. Well, he already had, like, a 60-year from right. Michigan, too. They just light he... him on fire. And I heard another <laughs> thing. Like I heard all the I'd coaches. Like I heard all the coaches from Michigan State now knew. Uh, well, there's, no the coaches from Michigan so, State, they are dealing with other sexual. Isn't that where Sandusky is things. from? No, that's Penn, that's State. Penn State. Penn State. Okay. So Michigan State, uh, the the president and like the athletic director resigned, and then it was found out that you know like Tom Izzo and them had been covering up other athletes' indiscretions, let's say, but like sexual assaults and um, even rapes in some cases, and then cover up, like, basically ignoring it, essentially. I don't know if they're actively, like, silencing people who are pressing charges and stuff, but they were definitely ignoring it and letting these people play basketball. And, um, I mean, you can go on the Coaches will lose jobs over that, dude. I think they pretty much all will. Well, it came out, so they're like, apparently people are like, well, fuck um, Larry Nasser. He's out of the picture now. And then these other people are like, well, I got fucked over by Michigan State, too. So I think I'm going to send send my fucking story. So now all these people came out. Like, there's like 16 people in one year that, um, you know, had filed complaints or, you know, gone to the police about all these sexual assaults and stuff. And then and the teams and the coaches and even 
one of the so one of the heads of the NCAA ignored like 16 incidents inc- incidents himself that he knew about about Michigan State, which I'm sure he hears about him from all the fucking colleges, and he just was like, oh, let's make that money, mm. you know. So yeah, the the story will be long and drawn out, and people will fry. I hope. Oh, <laughs> tour. Let's, let's go, go on tour. tour. Yeah, let's go to Michigan. <laughs> I'm supposed to ask you what the set list is. Uh, we're I don't gonna, expect you to share we're that. We're going to start with a song and we're going to end with a song. <laughs> and there will be songs in the middle. <laughs> we're still working on it. Um, That's good. You guys playing like half a Use Your Illusion catalog? <laughs> yeah, all the hits from that one. <laughs> all the hits. My favorite hits. Yeah, man, I'm excited for you. I'm exci- I, I, I might... Like, it, I talked to you about this before. I might fly out to see you in California. Yeah, that would be awesome. It's uh, I will drive to see you in Adam doesn't Minneapolis. Fly. Minneapolis. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's cool because we've, <clears throat> we've been able to meet people and make friends over the last couple of years in, in every city that we go. So um, there's a lot of new cities on this that, you know, we've never been to before and it's kind of it's kind of it's a co-headlining tour so the places that sleep signals has been before they're going to headline that night and that's smart the places that we've been more we'll headline those nights like we'll we'll headline all the uh west coast tours or spots and everything so um but it's been great to look at the the reactions that we get on facebook and because people have been flooding us for the past year of you need to come back to san diego or north cali or it was amazing how many people were responding from out there so you picked yeah, up quite I mean, a few the the reality is we should have we should have really capitalized on that four months later we should have been at four months after the shinedown tour ended we should have been back out there because now we're talking you know like you're trying there's to a lot see. of stuff that went on around that time and there might be too. people yeah, there's, zach had there's, a kid danny yeah. was gonna get married yeah, there's uh, there was a lot of lessons learned on on how you know we kind of went into that. Uh, I wouldn't say cocky, but I mean, I mean, we didn't know, we didn't understand the the weight of everything. Of okay, you have this dream come true, once in a lifetime shot. One of the biggest bands in rock and roll are going to take you out. Literally and, one of the biggest bands. And I mean. Do, it, it, it was a two-week tour, um, but we hit all those cities that I just named on the West Coast in those two weeks, and we were playing in front of thousands of people every night. Um, That's awesome. So, but, you know, our management was was trying to shop the EP at that time, and uh, so we didn't, we didn't have it available at, to sell at those dates, and um, we went out there and played the shows and kind of came back, and you know, communicating with our management and being like, okay, well, you know, now we're just kind of waiting for the next step. We go out with Shinedown. You think that things are just going to kind of fall in place for you. But, you know, the lesson that we learned is that that's never true. Um, you know, our, I think our management thought that we were going to get uh, signed by, you know, a record label. And because that's what we were kind of pushing towards. There was, there was, uh, lab, you know, labels coming out to almost all those shows to come and check us out. And for one reason or another, you know, they passed on us. And, you know, it's the thing that bothers me, the bullshit part about that is a lot of the, what we heard was, oh, you know, we already got a, a female fronted band on our label or something. And it's like, so how many 
all male bands do you have on your label like it's you know that's it's kind point. of that's that's where the world is right now to where they think that having a female in your band is a gimmick and that's what bothers me the most because we've never tried to push danny as like we're, we're not putting her out there and push-up bras and you know tight leather <laughs> shit you know it's a i know she wears boots with tape on it so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, is that true yeah she got her black boots that she like tapes up that's cool. I think those, sho- those hey, boots have boots. since died. But, uh, That's what you got to... <laughs> you know, I always tell people that we're a band who happens to have a, a female in the band. You know, well, We're kinda... not focusing on, like, girl power or anything. You know, Danny uh, is, you know, she's just a fucking great singer. She's a rock star. Yeah, she's a rock star and who happens to be female and... I don't want to get all into the you know PC political side of things, but you yeah, it, should, it, it is well, very real. Well, that's the thing. We don't even have to real. because the point is... Like what you're saying is completely true, and the way that they're thinking is probably a little backwards because female singers are becoming more and more prominent because it's this thing that is kind of exploding, not as a gimmick, but it's like we're really going to explore this yeah. the female rock side of things. Well, and people ask Danny that and, all the or time, or at least the voice. You know, you're used to hearing the men scream and the men growl and stuff, and then now you've got female singers are growling, screaming, you know, and then singing, of course, and it's like. It's the same, and now it just opens up another. It goes from, you know, bass to alto or soprano or whatever. You know what I mean? It opens yeah. that whole part of the sound up. So why wouldn't they want to explore that? In I mean, if I'm, you guys should get a deal with Sumerian. Oh my god, that'd yeah. be awesome. They're <laughs> they're spreading their wings though. They are. Well, I, if they you, signed Jonathan Davis's solo stuff is through Sumerian. Yeah. If you don't know today. who Sumerian is, it's a record label. Out of L.A. And they've got a lot of really awesome bands. Uh, Veil of Maya. We'll just do the obvious Veil of Maya, Periphery. Um, after the Burial. After the Burial. That's their, bi- oh, that's that's their biggest one right now, yeah. Um, and then um, oh, there's another really good one. That I'm, uh, Born of Osiris is with them too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those are all bands that if you guys haven't seen them, you should check them out because really a lot really a lot to offer. Uh, Dayshell. Um, there's Are they on Sumerian now? Animals as Leaders is on Sumerian. So the variety's good too. You know, you've got a couple. You have uh, that, Deftones, well, not Deftones, but uh, the Chino's side crosses now, is on there. There's a lot of variety to them now. Before they, Before when they first mostly, started, it was just mostly like heavy, yeah, metal, metal core stuff. Yep, yeah, hey, and- Sumerian. I whoever wants to <laughs> give us a deal, well, I'm down to talk, but. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, another thing I wanted to touch on in this podcast is uh, we recently signed with Green Room uh, as our, our booking agency, and we're working with David Preby. Um, it's something that I always, you know, was very much in charge of doing before, is doing our own booking, and I, I loved it. I, I always loved doing booking, but uh, you know, it's funny how how much more response you get from from promoters in other areas or it's just you want to be under this umbrella and if your booking agent who is part of an actual real company reaches out to somebody you're you know rather than the bass player of the band hitting up a guy hey we're really good this is i i can tell him like we sold four hundred thousand million copies of our cd in sacramento and uh we want to come back and play sacramento and if i hit him up it's like well (laughs) here's the bricks you know and then uh well they don't know if if you're you know legit or not either it's just some weird i think i'm sure they get plenty of weirdos who aren't even 
in sure. real bands. You it's know easy I mean? to look big online and stuff, but you know, you just get a lot more response uh, if if you have an actual credited booking agent, and uh, it's kind of it goes a lot further. Kind of, I wanted to mention, um, and you know, with we we started talking to Green Room and at around December when, when that Papa Roach show was. That was like. He came and met our manager. Uh, that was at the Myth, wasn't it? Yeah, at the yeah. Myth. And that was December like 7th or something. Um, but then he came and met our manager, and it was like right then is when we signed with him. So we kind of already had a lot of the front end of the tour and the back end of the tour booked. But, you know, so to be in December and meet him and go, all right, now we're a band. We've played the West Coast. But it's been over a year. It's been about a year since we've gone out there. It was with Shine Down, but it's been about a year since we went out there. We're gonna give you the hardest market to book, and you got about two months to do it. Because we didn't have any of the West Coast booked. We knew that we wanted to do it, but we didn't have any of those dates booked. So we put a lot on David's plate, and uh, you know he he's been able to come through and and really grind and and get us shows in these cities so is that a like a minneapolis based yeah they're they're over company? in st paul um which i which i like that's one of the reasons i wanted to uh sign with them because i know where they are you know we've we've you know had booking are. agents before that they're just they're just a name out in space you know there's uh, this this guy from this company is your booking agent and i rarely had any contact with them um it's like calling your credit card company yeah, like, well, <laughs> what's your plan for us? Uh, you know, what, do you, you don't even know who we are. So right. I really enjoy being able to go and set up a meeting with David and, and be able to game plan and and have face to face rather than it's just some guy who works for some label out. In, you guys have dinners together? Oh, we had coffee. Yeah, yeah. we coffee. Uh, right now with Cold Kingdom, we there, it's it's exciting because we have a manager. Um, and we have a booking agent, and we have um, Brad Gunnerson, uh, who he's kind of like our is media he your manager. Guy. Gunny. Brad is kind of like our <laughs> unnamed day to day manager. He's like, uh, you know, he he he's there for us because again, he's he's local. And uh, was he helping with lights and stuff before too? Lights and sound at one point, or I no, mean, no, I'm no, thinking no, of, no, I'm thinking of somebody. Think else. Michael Grothy? Yeah. Growth. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Guy looks and like then, the uh, Brad. Brad's the one that owns. <laughs> Brad's the one that owns Statosphere and does all the. Yeah, shirts. he does oh, all the yeah, shirts. Okay. He did uh, all the artwork for us. He does. He does a lot of the the posters, the artwork, and he's just you know he knows he knows his way around the music business, and he's he's a friend, and he gives us a lot of uh, advice and support. So we have a lot. Of, there's a lot of uh, he's a good artist. There's a lot of working parts right now, yeah. and it's more than we've ever had, and it's you know it's definitely an adjustment period for me of going. I do all the booking and, you know, I'm kind of trying to grind on that. And then to have to pass that off to somebody, it's kind of anxiety of like, hey, hey, you know, I'm, I'm constantly in his ear. Like, you know, and I'm sure he's so sick of hearing from me right now. But, uh, you know, it'll get better and we'll adjust and he's doing a good job. So, you know, well, knowing it's, it's, you, we're putting our company, we're, you know, starting a band in this day and age is that you're an entrepreneur. This is you have to be D- DIY. DIY. Yeah, we're, we're uh, you know, we're, we built our, our business. And then when we acquire relationships like management or booking or media, you know, any, any kind of we're working with a publicist on this tour for the first time. I've never worked with a publicist before. So, 
you are trusting these people to take your business and sell it the way that you want them to sell right. it. But you know, it's it's your two businesses working together to sell one product, mm-hmm. and the band, the music, is the product. As long as they have PowerPoint. Well, I think do it, they you know, have it's Excel? 2018. <laughs> uh, I'm still operating on. Um, yeah. Are you Linux based or <laughs> Windows? <laughs> Office 2007, yeah. which is starting to get a little out of date. But no, I, I wanted to actually, I, I wanted to go back real quick, um, and I had a couple, but now I'm just, I'm just remembering one. But there were a few things that happened for you guys that were pretty cool, and obviously, I'm talking about after the awesome West Coast tour, um, and you guys ended up get it, catching a couple of kind of promotional deals, like. Uh, you scratch my back, I scratch yours with uh, like strings and guitars and stuff. Yeah, and we're uh, we're endorsed. Uh, and I, the drums even too, right? Or yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Chris's Mapex. Mapex. The um, only man who had to work in the music video, by the way. He, I mean, I know you oh, guys played too, work. but when you guys uh, filmed the uh, the break, yeah, music video, he was the only one who had to just really fucking jam it the whole time. Just, he couldn't make any mistakes. Or no, anything. yeah, I've half the time you have can to, see what he's doing. You know, half the time Adam was at the uh, <laughs> the music video shoot for our song called "The Break." He was, if you look real hard, he's one of the big heads standing in the middle. Of the yeah, crowd. I I'm only uh, there's like a side of my head, but I purposely was back a little too because I was I'm tall and I'm like you're eh, a big who fucking, wants to see a, a fucking big... forty year old fat guy in their fucking music video unless you're fucking. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you just made the cut of the uh, you know what we were looking for. I was right, like, uh, right, he could pass. He could pass. But uh, one more inch, he'd be out. Yeah, uh, <laughs> go on. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, so we we uh, you know Electro Voice is one of our. I always want to say sponsors, but that's not the right for some reason. It's I like love, a partnership. I, right? I love like, them. I yeah. love them. You it's, get a it's, decent deal on stuff, but then you're also like it's an endorsement. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> which which I should mention, you know, Nam is going on right now out in California, and Chris Fluff is, is there. Actually. Chris is actually out there right now too, and he's oh, you know, he? touching base with 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 a, a lot of our guys. Uh, Sit strings, uh, stay in tune strings. Um, we got that deal from actually doing the the Shine Down tour. Eric Bass's base tech uh, his name is hoogie and uh he got us it's his company hoogie do you remember hoogie? he's from canada hoogie. Do you remember when <laughs> i, I called he drinks him... black label beer from canada from canada eh cool yeah. uh do you remember when i called eric uh, eric bass uh, i'm yeah. sure he's never heard that before. right away like the first thing i'm like eric bass who plays super the bass. excited to like talk about this with you on our first show before you know a while back, and I'm like, oh, and uh, just so you guys know, Eric Bass, <laughs> and you're like, actually, Eric it's Bass. Bass. I'm like, Shandown. Fuck. Right in the introduction, immediately, from Shandown. <laughs> Shindown. Oh, man, Shin. Fuck. Shindown, Shindown. <laughs> yeah, uh, our, our sponsors all take care of us. Uh, ESP Guitars, uh, sponsors, and endorsements. Jason. Yeah, I mean it's kind of like a sponsor. <laughs> What'd you say? Well, it is the, the sponsor. You know, we put their names and logos, and we play their equipment on stage, and uh, you know they take care of us. They get us good things. Like uh, my, I actually just bought a new bass head because I thought mine. Yeah, went tell, on. go tell me that story again about the bass head. Yeah, well, when we were playing uh, the Dorothy show, the last show that we played in Minneapolis, um, 
it, my bass tone was just really that dirty. That was at the fine line, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was just really dirty, and I couldn't get it. I couldn't clean it up, but it was had to, you know, the show had to go on, so I just went through it. And then, so when we had practice the next time, I, I thought my 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 bass head blow blew, and I play a Sans amp uh, VT, and so that's kind of expensive. It's like seven or eight hundred bucks. So I bought the for the rack one. Yeah, for the rack mount, and uh, so I bought the RBI version of that, which is the older. It's kind of more, it's less colored. It's it's more to replicate it like a tube amp. But uh, bought it, plugged it in, and it's still the same dirty tone. So uh, <laughs> I realized that you know I'm going through signal flow and you know checking everything, and it was my my uh, my wireless uh, system. Yeah, you have a Sennheiser, right? No, Evie. Oh, you have a Evie? Okay. <laughs> Let's say Sennheiser. What the fuck, man? <laughs> so, uh, you know, I just, it, it's 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 awesome to be, you know, just have to, you know, call up our guy, Mike, Mike Dussel, and uh, tell him what's going on, and he'll send us out a new one. So it, it, it helps the band awesome. out a lot, you know, and uh, the strings that we get, uh, we get, we don't get free strings, we're not that big yet, but... uh you get we discounted. Get, we get discounted, I mean... That that's a huge. Cost, bro. I mean, we go. I change my strings every show, you know. So, it's bass strings are not cheap. Oh, you're a professional like that. Oh, I see how they're not. Bass strings are like three times the amount of a guitar string. Yeah. Guitar strings. I still feel like we're pronouncing it wrong. Do you mean bass strings? Yeah, so we were waiting strings. when we were recording. We were yeah. waiting on one string, and we couldn't find it anywhere in the Twin Cities, and it was twenty two dollars for the one string. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for one string that. If you sweat on it and play the hell out of it for forty minutes, it's no longer good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I can't, I'm, man, it's you know, just we're just very fortunate to have had the success that we are having right now, and to be in the situation that we are. Um, this tour, you know, is there's we're, we're playing smaller clubs all around and. Um, just getting out on the road and this is really something that we should have been doing two years ago but uh you know there's no better time than now to get out there and do it and when we come back you know we i'm i'm more motivated right now to go out and and do this i've you know i'm gonna i have two jobs and i've been working like 50 plus hours a week for the last two months um just not you know just because i need to make enough money to be able to pay the bills and then when we go out on the road um you know you don't make people have this grand idea of us that like oh well you're doing it so you guys must be making tons of money but that that is not the case at all um especially like last year we had so many things like we bought we were dumb and we bought a bus and that yeah. bus didn't last hey, very long. Hey, the idea of it was us. awesome, and yeah, was the really setup awesome. was awesome. Yeah, the you thing build just... bunks in it, and you so you don't have to get a hotel room. That's totally and... a good idea, but it's just. Did you get any money happens. for that, or did you guys just scrap it? We scrapped it. It was fucked, man. Uh, uh, what was it again? It was like shrapnel inside the. Yeah, we. Right? Uh, the last time you guys had it, somebody got it running, and you barely got it to the practice. It was like shavings. Dead, right? They ended up with like shavings. Yeah. So the story behind that is uh, we were we were driving to a gig. <laughs> It broke down. It was in Wisconsin. Yeah, which picked up going to your, Chris and Zach would slap me. Picked right up now a couple cheese thighs on the way. No, You're going to hijinks, weren't you? Yeah, oh, that's what it was. We were going to hijinks. Uh, that's the one. Uh, yeah, we were trying to remember. Yeah. We were going to hijinks, and the bus broke down. Sorry, hijinks. And uh, it was in Osseo. 
Osceola, Wisconsin. And uh, so the rest of us left. Zach and Chris stayed behind with the bus because we, we limped it over. It was a it wasn't a Sunday, but it was uh, for some reason. Friday a shop. or Saturday. You, were, you ended up going to your dad's house after that, too, or something. Yeah, because I went to the show that we were supposed to play. But uh, so. And they had to wait there. They had to wait there for like two days. Yeah. Just in a hotel room. Nothing to do. No transportation. Because you had your car with you, too, right? I had my car because I was following them because I was going to go to my dad's house. Right. My, my dad, who lives in Illinois, uh, is only like an hour away from the venue, so I was going to hang out with him. But uh, so they wanted to stay with the bus. And they ended up getting stuck there for like two days with nothing to do. And then finally somebody just went and picked them up. It was like a Monday or Tuesday they got back, right? Right. So the bus stayed in the shop for a week. And then the next week, Evan and I drove out. They said, okay, we, we fixed it up. And we drove out there. It's like two hours mm-hmm. to get to Osseo from Minneapolis. Evan and I drove out there. I got in the bus, started up. Everything was fine. We're like, yes, it's fixed. And because we were, we had to go to another show that, that following weekend. And uh, so we drove two hours back and I got out in front of the pe- the practice space in in Minneapolis and everyone's cheering. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. It was and, like dicks too. Yeah, there's like, dicks ah, everywhere. Just, thank God. This was Danny when, when I pulled up. <laughs> and uh, I pull up and. Fucking James. Everyone's cheering, and then the bus fucking dies. Yeah, and, and we're like, "Wait, what?" And you come out the door like, ah, like it was running, and uh, it just coming. Like, yeah, it was running and went. Uh, bruh, 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 bruh. It was and like then, it had enough RPM before you got there, and then it just slowly. Well, it's just amazing that it made it two hours back. And then two then it died. hours. And You're lucky you got it back at that point. Yeah, well, because if I if we would have got stuck an hour away, then. That's that much more money. So then we had to call another tow truck to come pick up. And this, when I say a bus, this is like a, uh, like a short bus. Yeah. Like a, <laughs> not short, short, but like a little bit like longer. a Metro mobility yeah. bus. Yeah. They had right. like the and back doors, yeah. Yeah. They had the, like the, the wheelchair lift and stuff, everything. We took that out. We gutted the insides. We built bunks in it. We had a TV and an Xbox and it was, it was your dream come true. If you're in a band, you're like, we live in this fucking thing. You but, playing, um, uh, Baldur's Gate on your Xbox? No, we were playing. Uh, we played a lot of uh, that's a NFL old. Streets. Remember that game? <laughs> that was we we had a lot. It was of a 360, out. wasn't it? Xbox 360? Or was no, it, it was the original. Oh it was, yeah, it was the original Xbox. Yeah, yeah. I was and, fucking joking. But it's okay, awesome. I have one in my basement. I yeah. Well, and it was modded. <laughs> it was one of those that uh, like somebody modded, and you just had the list of games. Yeah. In it. It oh, was, that's it awesome. Like a, it was like a ROM player pretty much but uh, but yeah so i mean that that (laughs) whole fiasco cost us so much money um because the bus wasn't cheap to buy and then it was like i evan is probably screaming at me if i say this but it was probably like ten thousand dollars to get it repaired maybe even more i don't know that's what we ended up losing on it i believe that is the worst part it's like the place that repaired i don't know what the fuck well, yeah, I mean, they they pretty much. You're not talking it. about the the cost of buying it. You're talking about the po- cost of repairing Repairs. it. This is like a big diesel engine, right? yeah, wasn't it? So, as a band, as 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 your business, to take a, a ten thousand dollar loss when you're making like our, you know our guarantees are like three hundred bucks a night, you know. So <laughs> yeah. that's how many months worth of shows, you know. Um, but so yeah, the, we ended up borrowing a truck and, and getting to our show that night and uh the tow 
company that or the shop that we brought it to the second time said yeah it, this thing is fucked man like i don't know how you guys got it back but pretty much your pistons fried or whatever and there's just metal shavings all throughout the whole motor and we just at that point said just yeah it's Jesus done Christ. so but it's funny because and this mind you this is weeks before the shinedown tour the biggest tour of our life and that was the whole point of getting the thing probably was is, to yeah, get out yeah. on this adventure right and uh <laughs> but it's funny because when we you know when we're going through the the mountains and stuff in uh, of the west coast we kind of looked at each other and went there was no way this bus was gonna make it we would have had to add so much time to all of our routes to get there because the, when you're up in those windy roads and, yeah. and then you're, you're you're driving a bus and then you have a trailer attached especially to it. like through colorado yeah is going up like the north so the van was the way to go the van is the way to go um Long story short, get a van. <laughs> live in a van down, down by, by the, the river. river. The bus might be nice, but you know, and uh, keep the trailer attached. Yes, and well, get a, get it's, everything that you need to to uh, properly secure your shit. I'm not gonna lie, like when you talk about the co- you guys- just a couple of the things that happen, and I still see you guys doing this and being pretty successful doing it. I'm like. They just gotta. At this point, you gotta keep doing it, right? Because yeah. it's like you had the bus fiasco and fiasco. You know, I'm not trying to insult anybody, but it ended up being a fiasco. You had the the trailer, you know, stolen, got thousands and thousands of dollars of equipment, right? And then you've got, but then all of the people that you guys, you know, helped fucking rock out, you know, and yeah, were friends with and connected with through this experience, you know, come together to help a little bit. I'm sure, but not. I mean, it's not, it wasn't all of it, you know what I mean? So right. you still were able to come back from that. So it's almost like you just keep fucking plugging away, man. Well, it just makes our story <laughs> that much better. And people like, uh, it's a good letterman. Or, well, he's not on anymore. That's a good, you know, people like story. a good story. And he's got a bigger beard than I do. No. We've, fa- we've faced a lot of adverse adversity in, in our career so far in the five, four or five years that we've been around. Um, so Only five year, five more years. It's not five. Year it's famous. about four. Yeah, I think it'll be five in June. Yeah, that's. All right, you guys talk run. amongst yourself. I'm gonna go piss. You wanna go take Sweet. a pos? Should I? What do I just break right into the YouTube clips or not? <laughs> did you find that those files uh, that he? I uploaded? did. Oh yeah, we could do that quick. Well, not yet. Not not until he gets back. All but. right, you don't want to see him. So I found this on the interwebs. I mean, I'm sure it's new. Is it a is it a video or it's audio too? He, it's a video. I hope it plays the audio through. Let's hear it. We should know. We'll know, right? Yeah. Now that we've corrected, if issues. you hear it in your headphones, I'm gonna pause are. this quick and start it over. All right, here we go. Why is it doing that? I don't even know who you are. Here we go. I'm walking down the street and you're yeah. being a weirdo. Yeah, you are a weirdo. Shouting at kids. Those are my friends. Those are children. No, they're not. You're cussing at them. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Ouch. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ouch. Oh, I got too close because I'm so excited. So, new game we're going to play. We got You got a new game? Content manager? Is Yes. Is... Uh, look it up on YouTube. Look it up on YouTube. Look it up on YouTube. Not a lot of work to just do you want look me to it write, up on YouTube. Do you want me to write a ditty for that? I just did. No, do you want me to like record a ditty for that? Yeah, just record that, what I just said. Why did you stop this then? I, oh, I'm, we're starting it over because it's only like 50 seconds long, but it's called Crazy, crazy so Lady on today Drugs. Today we're looking up on YouTube, Crazy Lady on Drugs, and we're going to try and play the shortest clips we can find for you. I don't even know who you are. 
I'm walking down the street. I don't miss your mom. No. You are a weird. Shouting at kids. Crazy lady on drugs. Those are children. No, they're not. You're cussing at them. That is me. You are weird. Yeah, you're a weird. You don't even know. You don't even know who I am. You're a snitch because I'll tell fucking Carl Bismarck. I'm a snitch. He's Carl Bismarck. I don't even know who he is. So how are you gonna call him? How are you gonna call him? He's dead. He's dead. You fucking twack I out of your mind. Look at your eyes. You know what they They're do? So you twacked all the time. That's my family, dude. You're a fucking weirdo, man. No, he's yeah. a weirdo. <laughs> She's yeah, on math. Right. She's hot. Psycho. Don't accuse my dad of this ever again. What are you talking Jim about? Hall. Jim Hall. He owns United. I don't care who owns what. Yeah. Jim, if you're out there, the your daughter needs you some need help. You need to leave my fucking family alone. That's my family. She needs a hug. Does she have a piercing right here? <laughs> She had a piercing. No, on that her was. Cheek? I think it was just a piece of that meth was a, stuck on her face. It was a yeah, like a meth dimple, if you will. Like right, like a. Sorry, I'm not. We're not doing that yet. Unless I mean we could, but it's I think way too long. Uh, we'll we'll find more as the show goes on, and I don't even know who you are. Go, uh, well, I'm walking up. Speaking of, Steve. I want to uh, bring back a. Nice little Jesus. Uh, I knew he was gonna <laughs> fucking do it. I already. Knew. Yes, that sound you hear Scratch is the tickets. separation of lottery I've, tickets. I've noticed that you guys haven't been done them in a long time. You know what? Here. Jason, this is perfect because yeah. there's a new mat down here and the holes are deeper. I might just scratch <laughs> it on that. No, I won't. I won't. Well, you, yeah. Hell, Lance, can't can't stay away from the pole test, but he's not going to scratch a scratch off. I think yeah, you right. There you go. So for all you new flummery flummists out there, uh, this was a tradition, and every time Adam would scratch him off on the show, Lance, Lance would shit get super pants. pissed. I think that's why he left right now. I think he's mad. <laughs> no, he's taking the shit out of his pooper. I think. Wow, triple win. Well, do we? Scr- we gotta wait for him to get back. We can't. We should probably scratch him one at a time so the other two people can talk. Can talk, yeah. Ah, oh, this fucking makes my day. Yes. I bet that he is. <laughs> He's in there fuming right now. <laughs> He's fuming. <laughs> I got a story for you guys. Uh, yeah? Yeah. Tell us your story, bro. I, By the way, I'm shortening bro. People were saying bro. You were like, if you're, you've been in the car and you have to shit just, really bad and bruh. you can't just get home right away. Yep. Bruh. Tell me about it. So bruh. I had lunch with a friend today. You shit on them? <sighs> I'm into that so hard. Tell your story. So I decide, like, I feel all right, right? And I'm like, oh, I need to get my car washed. And the car wash has been busy as shit. Is that code for your asshole? Yeah. Okay, go on. No, I'm talking about getting my car washed. So I'm sitting in line at the Kaposia Center, and you can't get in or out. As soon as a car gets behind you, you're stuck in there, right? So I'm sitting there. There's three cars waiting in line. There's one in the wash. I'm the fourth car. I'm there, I'm like, you know, like, I'm fine. And then it gets down to, like, one more car. I'm behind one car that's waiting in line. And I'm like, I got to go so bad. And I'm sitting there where you're just, like, you're, like, you're, like, sitting there going like this. And you're like, oh, man. I get in the car wash and I fucking listen to, I'm listening to your mom's house podcast. Yeah. And Ari Shafir is on there, on the one I was listening to. And they're talking about (laughs) shitting and wiping their ass. That's all they talk about on that show. I'm sitting there going through the car wash. I'm like, oh. And they're like, every time I wipe, it's brown. I'm like, just stop talking about shit. Like, I'm sitting there and they're talking about The water's running and you get pissed. Yeah. And they're like, then the water's running and they're talking about shitting. And I'm like, 
soon as I got out of there, I didn't even wait for the the car the the, the blowers to blow, draft my car. You just like, went through it. I went, <laughs> get home, and I had my pants off like That's halfway awesome. through the fucking living room. It was at a gas station though, wasn't it? Yeah. Why, you Why just you just go into the, the gas station? Yeah. Should have. No dice, yeah. man. Oh, unless I got three in. A There's room. um. Look, was it? Yeah, last weekend I went down to I went back to Illinois. <laughs> yeah, you went to a Blackhawks game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, went I to just the, broke all my little shit that I scratched off of here just right on. I just went like this on the table. Did you win anything? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, okay. And that's what that's all about. Okay, uh, Blackhawks game. Blackhawks. Well, and I, I made a post on Facebook about I think I don't think that there's a bathroom that's off of the highway from Minneapolis to my dad's house in Illinois that I haven't used before because it was funny. I walked in and I was like, I don't know if I've ever been in this. And then I saw, oh, yeah, this is the one with the map in the corner. I'm like, I know and Dude. I know all the bathrooms from, from... You posted that, too. That reminds yeah. me of that guy who was the fucking guy who was like, we want to hear about the glory holes. Oh, yeah. I, I don't remember who I said remember. that. But well, we had a short conversation. Well, but, uh, yeah, there's, I mean, so... I, I've, I won three bucks. Oh, nice. nice. I've lived in Minneapolis for uh, 11 years now, 11, 12 years. And uh, there's there's one that Marlo, my fiance, uh, one time we were, Hi, driving, we were driving down. And uh, all the time now she calls it the poop bar because <laughs> she was driving. Where is it at? Uh, this is like, this is pretty close to my dad's house. This is like one of those back roads of like Beloit or somewhere. And, okay. uh, right on the border there. Yeah, I was sleeping and because we, we had been drinking the night before or whatever, and uh, my stomach was just not not doing good. And I was like, I was taking a nap, and I remember like oh, waking up to my stomach turning and going like, oh, and like cold sweats. Mm. I mean, like those are the good ones. Like, <laughs> no, not. And this is relatively still. I mean, we had been together, uh, you know. We we were over and the you, pooping at that point. In front of her, you had shit in front Jason of her. Jason and Marlo started dating since our Triple Rock show. Yeah, yeah, which is now a defunct club. Yeah, defunct. But uh, it was one of those just... where I was like, "Babe, we we got to stop somewhere." And but we're we're You're in like boy. the back roads. We're not even You're off the highway. Yeah, and so the only place that that we that was near was this little fucking back roads shithole bar. And shit bar. So you, so you wa- had to like get off the hot, like you had to get off. No, we're we're like in the, the back roads of like we're on like fourteen or whatever. We're, we're you know like we got off in Janesville and we're, we're so now you're, making at this point you're road. trying to get killed in a horror movie. Pretty, much. I mean it's saying. all okay. farms, it's all right. farmland yep. and stuff. Jeepers but, uh, creepers. So okay. it's like the only bar around and walk in, and you know there's like six people in the bar and they, at, at a bar like that they, they go, turn around and look at you. Yeah, yeah they're like there? who's this guy? He's not from right. around here. He's not a lifer. And I just. Walk past and like find yeah. the bathroom and just bang, bang, bottom out, bottom out. <laughs> and I was in there for a while. And the worst part about it, too, is it was the, the only one bathroom, and oh. the lock on the door was just like one of those little eye hooks, yeah, you know, like the, the old. So, like, people kept on coming up and like pulling on the jar. I'm like, oh my god, and then you walk out, and everybody looks at you again after you just tore up their bathroom for 20 minutes. Did you go? Did you go? And then you just walk straight out the door. And I came out, and Marla was just fucking cracking up. She's like, how was that? <laughs> the shit bar. Yeah, so every time now that we pass it, she goes, oh, that's the poop bar. So, What's the, you remember the bar, name of the bar? 
I don't even know if they had a, a they sign should change with their name, name on it. It's, it's, just, it's just a blue building. Somebody's on house corner. with a bar in it. It's a muni. <laughs> Pretty much. It's a muni. It's a municipal. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you scratch, let's watch Crazy Lady on Drugs Part 2. Oh, there's more to this? Yeah, yeah, let's do this. Hopefully there's no commercials on this one. I doubt it. I don't even know who you are. I'm walking down the street and you're being weird. Yeah, yeah, you're a Wait, weird You're shouting at kids. Those are my friends. This is the same one. Wait a sec. Dude, they're just reenacting it. Is this an... No, it's the same guy for sure. Different lady. So he's finding these crazy methods. Oh, this is weird. No, they're not. You're cursing at them. That's me. You're weird. You don't even know who you are. Yeah, you're a weird motherfucker. And you uh, that's fake. Dude, that's fake. She's reenacting it. Look at her oh, fake tooth. I know. She's reenacting it. Hey, guess what? Meth doesn't make your teeth longer. Mm. Did I win anything? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't get All it. right. Five and 22. You didn't match any numbers. Three bucks on this one. How much were these? Two dollars? Yeah. Mm. Don't worry. We'll go to the bar and Lance will win $700 on pull tab somehow. Dude. Out of his fucking hey, how come you guys never say the name of the bar? Is it a big secret or is oh, it to protect your, your the, stardom of it, like actually. you think people are just going to start hanging out there because they know that you're going to be there? Or Yeah, well, you know, we're a big thing, right? Yeah. I mean, we have we're to watch. We're a pretty big deal. Yeah. We have to watch, you know. Pisses me off that they faked this. Now that, you know, now that we're in St. Louis, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much everybody knows that we go to the B fifty two. Everybody who knows you, the five people who listen to this, know what bar you guys always go to. B fifty two. That's B fifty two. Yeah. Oh wait, check how many people are listening now. Uh, I'm a, I don't the good want to tell over, people. Right? It's horrible. The good part's over. I don't want to tell anyone. All oh, right, four thousand nine hundred and four. Oh no, uh, wait, that's that's, that's forty thousand actually. Like people who are watching it know it's a lie. So mm. we've got four, four watchers four. right now. <laughs> why don't we bring up a... It is bring, Saturday night. Why don't we bring up a... Um, uh, I think you're right. I think we should bring this up. <laughs> so he must have just got alcohol illegally or something. This might not be any good. <laughs> this is fishing. I don't think people want to listen to us watch YouTube no, no. videos. Next time I do this... I'll pick them out ahead of time. See, you're trying to go on your mom's house podcast on with no, this. No, I know, but I'm just, this chick is tripping out on mess. Yeah, that's just sad. Mm, that's <laughs> Why don't you pull up those clips that Jason brought? I will. That's a good idea, actually. Jason brought some, what are they now? Yeah, so if for repeat offenders here at the Flumery, uh, was that the last podcast or two podcasts ago that you played the... Two. Uh, Two. It was not the Nick Blalacek podcast. It was the one before that, which was. So I had this app on right. my phone that uh, it was. I knew that was me right away. I'm like, fuck, I remember that now. <laughs> I didn't remember it, but I remembered it right away. Well, the first time I heard it, I laughed my fucking ass off because, like I said, the inflection in your voice did change. Like, fuck, did I really? I was just, I had just up? woken like, up and he had called me. I couldn't believe you stayed on the phone that long. But so, Why do you right, tell me your listening. name? Everybody listening. So I had an app on. I have an app on my phone that it's. Uh, you still have it? It's Prank Dial, and uh, there's this really good one because it's kind of racially charged, and I think racially things are You'll funny. Be. But uh, he'll be. So yeah, it's a very black ghetto guy being like, "Yo, you hit my car," and uh, so it's the same guy. Okay, it's it's, it's the same one. Is it I the got same for I got Berks? everybody. I got everybody with it. But uh, these are probably. Lance was a, a really good one. I have one of my dad that was pretty good. Um, <laughs> You're not willing to share that with us? Or? 
Uh, just for time's sake, no. But uh, so the two best ones. He was, stayed on the phone for an hour and a half. One was my buddy Chris Weber, uh, and I knew right away that Weber was going to be a really good one to get because Weber's kind of a wiry guy. Like if if you accuse him of something, you better you know like he's going to go off. He's gonna. Yeah. I knew. I knew it was an easy one. I, as long as he picked up the phone, it was he was gonna go off. So play the Weber one first. All right, we are at Weber. You hit my car. Oh, which, by the way, learn how to call a time. Learn how when not to call a timeout, Chris. All right, here we go. <laughs> I think it'll play Hello. right. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hey. What's up? Are you the one who hit my car? What are you talking about? Well, you left your phone number on my windshield. That's this isn't the phone number. I didn't hear. Yeah, he's tripping over his words. Listen, B, you scratched my fuck you, man. And I didn't do on my shit. Light. I didn't do shit. Yes, you Somebody did. Somebody left you a fake fucking number. Who <laughs> your insurance Eat company, B? Eat shit. I didn't hit your fucking car. Y'all, don't lie to me. Fuck you. Then why'd you leave a damn note? Somebody wants to saw him do it, and they probably left you a fake fucking number. I'm but I didn't fucking patient. hit your car, so. Man, what's fuck wrong you? with you? <laughs> Did he just hang so, up then? Yeah, I think you, I think that's what it just it ended. Um, so, but yeah, so this next you. one is uh, this this one is really good because it's Matt Burke uh, from the band, uh, the former band Emergent, um, and it's funny because I one he's tr- he's really trying to talk to this guy and debate with him and for and for b um <laughs> one and b correct. he lied he should up lies in the middle of it because he says that he's not even in town but i know for a fact that he was in town oh, i shouldn't have done that okay sorry that's fine i think we needed more should be at 50 percent where i left it i didn't change it until oh. just now okay. all right ready yep do it hold on Oh, that's Weber. Sorry, guys. We'll get this More going. technical difficulties. I think it's loading, so we'll have to play it in a little bit. But yeah, we'll get it. Uh, maybe I just. But no, man, those that. those were hilarious. One of the best too was uh, I didn't I didn't save it, but uh, there was I had some friends that lived below me, uh, Katie and Sam, and. It was the day that I got it, and I was just my face hurt by the end of the day because I was laughing so hard on people's reactions to Hello. it. Oh, here we go. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hey. I'm not even in time. Hey, what's going on? So you the one who hit my car? Pardon me. Well, you left your Pardon? phone number on my windshield. I have not been in a car no, accident. Stop yapping and listen. <laughs> Listen, okay. B, you scratched my fender and busted out my taillight. I apologize. You have the wrong number, man. I don't know what you were talking about. Yes, you I did. say something after this. B? What, what city did this happen in? Who your insurance company, B? Uh, who, all right, man, you know what? Listen, I don't have time for games right now. Someone gave you the wrong number. I didn't hit your car. I'm not even in the state of Minnesota right now. So lie. I don't That's know a lie. Yeah, don't lie to me. That's a lie. Then why'd you leave a damn note? Okay, so the way phone numbers work is anyone can leave any phone number they want. I Tell us how. I love that explanation. Why would I? My patience. Man, Where was what's your car wrong hit? with you? 
He's trying, still trying to figure it out. Sir, why would I? I got your I... note right here in my own hand. <laughs> okay, where did your car get hit? Can you just answer me that question. He's still what? trying to figure it out. Yeah, watch. And the the message is done. Oh, <laughs> I thought at the end he goes, "Hello." <laughs> That's Lance. Oh, uh, so if you know Burke. Anybody that's listening, you know that that is not usually how he talks to people either. Like, no, he's he's I was thinking that when I saw that it was Burke, that it would be full of like, hey, fuck you, fucking asshole. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, well, Burke is but a, he totally like, held to it like together. Like manage it. Yeah. He's trying yeah. To, and you can hear him go <sighs> like, dude, come on. my favorite is when he goes. So the way the phone numbers work is anybody can leave any number. <laughs> But uh, there's back a part to, there uh, where you can hear. You still him have that on your phone? The app, yeah, I haven't opened it in a long time. Oh. All the other ones were like really bad on it. Um, I remember I, I had that app for a brief time. That was like three, two or three, year, three or four years ago. Yeah, but uh, it was funny because uh, so I got my the person who lived below me. Um, I called him and he was you know kind of had Oop. the same reaction. I was like, what the fuck? And after it hung up, Marlo and I are sitting in the kitchen. And we see Sam go out, and his truck is parked in front of the house, and we live in northeast Minneapolis, so it's street parking. And he's, like, locking it up and, like, checking his his, his uh, toolbox and stuff that's that's in the After trunk. you did it to yeah, him? Yeah, and we're like, what are you doing? He's like, some guy called me and thinks that I hit his car, so I'm just locking everything up. <laughs> Damage control. Yeah, was it, like, an obvious, like, was he looking around? anything where he just knew he didn't hit anybody but was like oh fuck this guy no he was just like he's like locking up his truck and stuff he's like somebody's coming somebody's coming for me wow he was high he was paranoid he was paranoid he wasn't high i'm just kidding (laughs) that's funny i love that shit man that brought i couldn't believe that he you gave that to him when he when he played mine. I was like, "Holy shit!" Man. Well, that's the like, thing we ask on the flummery. We ask for contributions, contributors, if you will. Yeah. So don't be afraid to Audio send us something at preferred the flummery at gmail dot com. Yeah. The flummery podcast. We'll take them. The flummery yeah. podcast yes. at gmail dot com. The flummery podcast at gmail dot com. Right. 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 Where are we at? How much time we got? Uh, we get fucking. We're about an hour in, maybe a little over. But remember, we got to take four minutes off the front. <laughs> <laughs> so just, I, oh shit, Speed Jason, how do you feel about uh, football? <sighs> Don't <laughs> go on, no, Jason. <laughs> I do want to hear what you have to say because you actually watch football. I don't want to hear what he has. You to still say. owe me ten dollars. He watches football passively. I do owe you ten. Yeah, passive. I like it. Football. He's a passive aggressive yeah. Minnesota. Oh man, I had a really good meme on my phone. Did I, I think I already deleted? Was I hating on Minnesota? No, I wasn't hating. Yes, on you were. Oh. You were fucking gloriously cheering and jabbing me. Two seconds after they lost the fucking listen, game. Listen, it's it the hurt. worst kind listen, of fan ever. Listen, I was happy that I won the money. I was sad that they didn't win. Bullshit! You were not sad. You were gleefully I, no, fucking. All I said, he was just rubbing it. In. All I said, of Adam. He was, all I was said, Adam, great. was twenty bucks is still twenty bucks. You know? Yeah, yeah. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. You guys are talking about. Yeah. So uh, he was gleeful. They shit the bed on that one, huh? Oh, it was the worst shit the bed since forty-one donut. But. You got to go, hey, my team made it. It could be worse. It could be the Bears. Here's how I look at it. 
Well, no, I mean, they've had their chances, too. They were in the Super Bowl a little while back. So 2006 was yeah. the year that I moved so, to Minneapolis. But that fuck, I'll, I'll tell you, as, like, as we don't even have that right I'll now. tell you so, this, whatever. that that hurts even just worse. as bad. Oh, yeah. When when you're a Bears fan and you move to Minneapolis in the year that you moved to Minneapolis, your team makes it to the Super Bowl and then returns the opening kickoff in the game and you go, oh my god, we're gonna win the fucking Super Bowl. Devin Hester just returned the opening the kickoff, champ. and we were up oh at halftime. God. And then I, by halftime, I was like, what, who was it against? The Colts, Peyton okay. Manning. Oh, I was like, Peyton Manning is starting to rain. Our defense looks like it's starting to get tired. Yep. And it's kinda, our, well, that's when they actually offense, had a running our back fucking, too. Well, Thomas Jones, uh, our our quarterback was a Rex Grossman. Yeah. It's it's tough, man. If we like, had anybody else, if we had Kyle Orton in that year, we would have won. Well, Kyle Orton what was the final score. Either, what was the score of that game? Do you remember? I don't know. You think you'd have won with Cutler? Huh? I know that Cutler isn't like the favorite Chicago Bear ever, but you think you'd have won that game with Cutler? Yeah, I think so. Instead of Grossman, I we just we couldn't. Grossman's couldn't beard was fucking tits, though. Grossman didn't have a beard. Wait, who had the beard? Orton. Orton, but he didn't have it when he was in Chicago. You're thinking of like Maybe. Dallas. Adam just likes guys with beards. Yeah. 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 Some of them. Mine's coming in pretty thick. <laughs> just because I can't fucking grow one. Thanks, Burke. Yeah. It's just because of work. Yeah, all those it chemicals. Is. Yeah. He still pours them on his crotch, though. Yeah, so. I have um, my own Nair recipe. Yeah, I don't know. I, I Go Patriots. I hope I'm, not, yeah. I want to see. I want to see the greatest <laughs> of yep. the greatest, and I want. Then people said it last year, like, how could you three. root for the Patriots? I was like, I'm Tom Brady for, and I'm Belichick for the, the Patriots. They're the most. You dying. root for the best. Why wouldn't? Okay. They're the I greatest team this. since Vader and Palpatine. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They're the most powerful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> most powerful. Will this be a, this, if that, he wins, this will be a six champion. That's chip, Brady right? and Belichick. Yeah, he needs <laughs> another finger. Yeah. <laughs> This will be a six fucking win. This one, they're just going to give him a cock ring. Yeah. I saw a meme. It was like Tom yeah, Brady didn't actually yeah. have his. Did you post that? Yeah, I posted okay. that. Right. Tom Brady didn't actually hurt his hand. He just had a well, surgery for his six finger. I'll, I'll say I'll say this. I think Philadelphia's defense is fucking badass. Is I'm just getting but pissed I'd, about that game, though. Yeah. And, it's horrible. Because we were running on them in the first series. We ran 30 yards down their throat in the first series, which is fucking brilliant because who's going to try and do that against that defense? They're great against the run. Well, we end up getting 30 yards and a fucking touchdown out of it. Yeah. 40 rushing yards the rest of the game. Yeah. Bullshit. The they, left the, they left the – if the only way they could have beat – the only way to beat defenses like that, including ours, is to just like Carolina did to us, just run, run, run. Push, it, shove it down their throat, and tire out those very, very good defensive linemen. Yeah, you got to give uh, Philly a lot of credit. Came with a lot of great schemes, but it just was fucking Nick Foles. And we made Nick Foles look like he was good. He's fucking garbage. Hey, Philly fans, Nick Foles is fucking garbage. He'll prove it. But okay, and then this is this is the thing. This is what I said to the people who are like, "Oh, Jacksonville's defense is for real," and. I told people straight up on that AFC championship game, like, but you, you're going to get out coached by Belichick. Atlanta's defense was phenomenal last year, and they got out coached. Yeah, um, Philly, 
I think Philly has a, a good shot, but uh, I'm still pulling for the Patriots. So that's a good yeah. point. I don't understand why. I'm glad you're pulling for the Patriots. And honestly, what Me I too. hope happens is they win the bowl and they finally, Bilichuk and Brady go. You got to, you got to, uh, it can't get any more on top than this. Mm-hmm. We retire. But they're not. But they the might be delusional and go, oh, we could win again next year. Fuck them. Well, I don't know how delusional that is. Tom Brady's 40, but he could still play another couple fucking years yeah. right now. Uh, you know what? I'm just, I don't understand this They were the worst whole... defense in the league for the first half, if not three quarters of the season. Huh. They had the worst defense. How did they get so much better? Defense. Really? Belichick was just yeah. like, but you better get better. But they just outscore everybody, right? Yeah, they, yeah, I mean, their offense was. But, I mean, like, they don't even, uh, you know, they have James White as their running back. Uh, is it Edel- Edelman still? Or no, no he was hurt all year. Amendola is there. Amendola and Hogan. And, and, are yeah, Gronk. Only. Yeah, because well, I had Hogan Gronk. on. What's on, the deal on with Gronk, fantasy. man? That Which dude's, I did really good. It's a media uh, story right now. He'll he'll be fine. He'll be, he'll yeah, play. he'll play. It's two weeks with the concussion. They'll play him anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he'll be fine. Um, no, but I actually I did want to just stress this. I don't understand people who root against the best of the best. That's no, what you I want in sports. Man. You want to yeah, see excellence. I want to see the greatest. The exactly. Greatest. Oh, because he's a real dick. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about his personality. Yeah, who, Did who you watch that game last like they year? Fucking know he came him. back from like 35 to 3 or whatever. You Go know? eat a cheesecake. Whatever <laughs> the actual is. They came back like 26 points. This, it's like people, ridiculous. people need to just chill the fuck out, man. About judginess? I'm, no, about sports. Yeah, it's it's yeah. a fucking game. Right. We make way too much out of it. I heard when I was that's at the bar. So much money. So that's I went, how I feel I went about, to the, about it. I went to the Blackhawks game on Saturday Black and Hawks. watched them get their fucking ass whooped by the Islanders. And oh, I hate the Islanders. Wild lost got their asses handed to them last night or against Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, the Gophers beat the number one team in hockey. But, uh, so then uh, I woke Saint up Club. with a fucking wicked tequila hangover on Sunday and then drove six hours back in time to come and watch the fucking Vikings get their ass whooped here. So also, were you excited to see the Vikes? If you're like, well, no, yeah, I was rooting for the Vikes. Oh, back it up a week, the Minneapolis Miracle. I was that guy. I was finally, for the first time ever in my life, I was that guy. I went to the bar at one o'clock that day, that Sunday, because I wanted to watch the Patriots. Uh, the Skatriots, yeah. The pa- the pa- or Patriots. No, the Jaguars? no, no, no. It was the Jaguars and uh, uh and uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to watch that game, and it turned out to be quite a fucking game. Yeah, that was a crazy like game. Ninety some points game. scored. <laughs> so started drinking then, and that's the day it snowed a whole lot. So because I was like, I'll start the day off there. I was supposed to go over to Grothy's to watch the Vikings game, and he had apparently stayed up all night and. He was MIA. So then I was just like, all right, well, I guess I'm... Where do you go? Crothy? Yeah. I guess I'm staying here. So I was at the bar for like fucking 10 hours that day. But, uh, MIA, that's awesome. But uh, so I stayed and watched the Vikings game, and it was at the very end. I'm I'm pretty good at this point, you know? I'm like, I got I to gotta fucking make it home. It's been snowing all fucking day. And there's like... 20 seconds left in the Vikings game, and I, she brought over my tab. I signed it and went, all right, this game's over. Got in my car, left. Didn't even see the play. Oh, my God. Oh, the, that one play against the, New Orleans? Yeah, the, yeah. 
the the miracle play. I didn't even see it. I got home and looked at my you know Chris and Evan where we have a side snap or a side chat. Yeah, and we, we always talk about football in it. And uh, can you not like, watch oh my this? God, I've oh seen my that God, thing oh fucking God. fifteen million fucking times. He's gonna do it. What do you mean? I don't even know which one is the right one. But yeah, that's it. Was an amazing play, man. It was. That's. I thought that was gonna push him to the to the Super Bowl, and I kind of thought it was gonna be the other way around. I thought Minnesota was gonna shellack Philly, but uh, so did I. Nope. What the fuck? No. And people, you know, you know the whole like how rude the Philly fans are, or whatever. Like you kind of knew that. And they've kind of made that reputation to where they keep on trying to outdo themselves. Yeah, and that's all that it is. And it's stupid. Like, why? I mean, do you there's have to assholes be that way? like that everywhere, though. Like, I've been. Yeah. I remember going to a Bears game in Chicago, and somebody, one dude, whipped a snowball at another dude's face, and <laughs> like they were both Bears fans. Uh, <laughs> my dad was telling me like one time he went to a Bears Packers game, and somebody literally threw a Packers fan down the stairs oh. of the stadium. That's you know, horrible. It's like, dude, it's fucking. It's everywhere. That's sports, though. Yeah. People, people, that's the I part I don't dumb like about people, it. I don't get the mentality behind that, man. fucking dumb people to feel part of something. Yeah. Well, and they're not even playing the fucking game themselves. I don't know. You guys have all gotten sucked in, though. I mean, it's... Oh, yeah, we, I, I'm not, a huge sports Not fan. to throw somebody yeah. down the goddamn fucking stairs. Yeah, I'm not going to... I would. I totally would. Yeah, I can no, see I that about you. I would. Great. I get to watch it for the hundred millionth time. Shut up. Shh. Dude, it is a little bit emotional there when he throws his helmet off. I've, I've gotten, I've gotten, it's, it's hit me before. Like, man, that's that that's has, maybe the greatest moment of that guy's life. That's ever. never happened before. It's happened before. No, it hasn't. A walk off touchdown. Yeah, it has. Because there was a statistic that I heard of when teams win in a. In Can we a, not watch uh, it again? Yeah, I'm pausing it. When teams have won in a walk off fashion like that, there, it's almost a hundred percent. Yeah, but they're field goals though. Mm. Well, should we Google no, it? It's got to be walk off touchdowns. Should we Google it? I don't. Care. I don't know. Google I don't care. Master. I don't care. We're, aren't we supposed to talk about movies? Yeah. Or we're supposed to? T- this is the flummery. We're supposed right. to talk about the Let's last about Jedi. What we want to talk about. Yeah, the last Jedi. How horrible it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You how many times have you seen sheep? it? <laughs> you fucking whatever. Sheep. Did you go see it a second time? Like you yeah, should. I did. Did you go? See, you you did go see it a second time. What'd well, you think? I, I legally downloaded it and watched it, but <laughs> I'm gonna pay money That's to fine. see that fucking steaming piece of blue milk garbage pile. <laughs> so, um, what did you like the best about the movie? Yeah, was there any positive things that you did like about it? I don't know. I've been so over this conversation. I, I didn't really think we were gonna. I was gonna get baited. You brought it, it up. <clears throat> uh, good things. Oh, there is There was stuff. Yeah, it was that's Star it. Wars. It was that bad for you. I don't know. I there, there's stuff that I liked about it, but I well, okay. So the second time around, I'm glad because the first time you remember, I walked out of the fucking theater and we waited. No way. Yeah. Yeah, I walked out of the theater. Yeah, you did. I walked out. I was I we left. were. I went. Me, you, and Jordan. Right you didn't. What? Huh? I'm walking out right now. Sweet. See you later. We got this, bro. We got this, buddy. <laughs> Careful. No. Uh, oh, God. What's his name? Benicio Del Toro showed up, oh, and I went, so ah, fuck it. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. 
That's what. That's yeah. when I left. Is that when you left? Yeah, that early. I was, it, the moment. It's like as bad as Matt Damon showing up in a fucking movie. <laughs> I'm surprised he wasn't. Um, no, but uh, goddamn Matt Damon. So the movie starts. The movie starts, and you walked out. There was the the space battle, which it was whatever. I didn't even at that time because Lance made me do a fucking shot of fireball before we went in there. That's you guys are drunk and ornery. That's what whiskey'll do, especially children's whiskey. Can we do a shot of fireball before we? We did a shot of something. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. That was pretty. I think I, that's how my that voice was supposed to just, sound. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so, the movie starts and there's the space battle and I was whatever. It was okay. This is opening and this is this is a pickup of the steaming pile of shit that uh, the Force Unleashed was. Force Awakened. The Force Awakened. Whatever. So you're down on all of them. Are they worse then for the one, two, and three episodes? <clears throat> I can get through the Force Awakens. I, I accept that as a Star Wars movie. I accept that as a Star Wars movie. <laughs> I take it in. You hate it more than he did. Yeah. I, well, because I, I remember even texting him. I watched The Force Where's Awakens. the other cord? Like the day before, the the day or two before that we went Just and saw. Here. I got it. We're good. The Last Jedi. And um, I remember texting Lance and being like, dude, The Last Jedi has got to be better than this steaming pile of shit that is The Force Awakens. <laughs> but... uh. <laughs> But I accept it. I accept it as a Star Wars movie. That's that's fine. I know what they were trying to do with it. I get it. It wasn't what I wanted, but that's fine. I accept that. Right. And so then we go and see the the Last Jedi and the I opening space battle, and then they get to, and then the moment I've been fucking waiting for. Yeah, I know you're. Exactly. She gets to the island. It's where we left off. I did the only good part of the Force Awakens, and she hands Luke Skywalker. The fucking lightsaber. Right. I know where you're going. And Luke fucking Skywalker chucks it over his shoulder and walks He had shut away. himself off from the Force. No, he didn't shut himself off. Literally, he did. And it took my breath away. And it was... Yeah, I didn't, I, it was I'm not a fan of that. It was from that moment on. Really? Yeah. I, I wasn't happy with the way that it was... I thought that was either. cheesy and lame. It's lo- yeah. But, they open it with like... This moment you've been building to with a joke. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And Hux is a joke in the fucking movie, again? too. Yeah, Hux is it. There was no development. Oh, he sucked there was anyway. You no want him to get his ass kicked. Anything. There was no, nothing advanced other than Snoke's dead, but it doesn't fucking matter. And now Kylo Ren is the guy, but it doesn't fucking matter because he it always was the guy. the Kylo anyways. and uh, Ray narrative. No. It got them to another point. No, dude, it, if, if you, it's at the exact same point it left off at. A, yeah, they're Force just going to fight again. There's yeah. some shit that happened in between, but the fucking plot line didn't thicken at all. Nothing, there's no stakes. There's no stakes that were raised. Which, let's talk about It's why, a transition movie to the finale. What really though. bothered me about The Force Awakens anyways is Return of the Jedi. They destroy the Emperor. They destroy the Galactic Empire. And then you pick up at the first wake and nothing fucking changed. No, it's just the First Order now. So that... The, well, the, in between, they developed this new... Like, I the know, evil but it's building... But nothing changed. No, the, that was supposed to be... That's the tale of Star Wars, of the first three movies. Or, well... Four, five, and six. Yeah. yeah. That's the tale of it, is good overcoming evil and saving the universe and then you find out 
It didn't. Doesn't matter. Well, yeah, but nothing that's matters. Kinda... <laughs> nothing matters. Nothing has any weight to it. And nothing else matters. You're right, Jason. No, here's the thing, though. That's kind of how it is in the real world. Like every time we get an advancement or no, we overcome when somebody some type blows of evil, up Trump, things will change. <laughs> yes, we can. Hi, FBI. <laughs> I guess Secret Service, right? right. They <laughs> tapped. In, they, they're tapped into us now. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody were to blow just, up, if somebody were to blow up Bill Belichick and kill Tom Brady in the fashion of Palpatine and Vader, things would change. And now, and now the NSA, <laughs> the NFL would change. And now the NSA just you like fast a forward. whole room in the NSA just went. Wait, hold on. Did you hear this shit? Okay. I don't know. I, just, I just feel like I agree with you, Jason. Hashtag and then, not my Star Wars. And then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag me too. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> um, oh. So now JJ's coming back, which is they should. No, okay, let's talk about that. Why the fuck would you give the, the keys to uh, Ryan Johnson? No, JJ Abrams. Yep. He and then you insert. Gold. Okay, J.J. Abrams, like I said, I accept The Force Awakens. I accept it. Then you give it to this guy that he goes, ha, that last guy who made that Star Wars movie? <laughs> shit all over everything Exactly, exactly. All the character development that he did, nope, cutting it out. Yeah. That means nothing. And then you go... Well, let's get that first guy back and see how what, what the fuck he's gonna do with exactly. that conundrum. Can you imagine what he's got to do and play off of now? It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. It means nothing. It means there nothing. Say, they said the I'm, same shit about. Um, I'll probably see nine, but it means nothing. They said the same shit about Empire Strikes Back. No, they didn't. Yes, they fucking no, they did, didn't. and it's it in that better. article I sent you. They hit panned reviews. People hated on it. It was a transition uh, movie. I'll do my research and I'll get back to you. It's a transition movie, and they didn't like it, and now it's one of the most wow. uh, loved movies on well, the when I wa- When I watched that originally, I loved it, and I didn't go to this and watch this and say I loved it. There's a difference. I watched all, all episode one, two, and three, and I was fulfilled. I was younger, but I thought those were good Star Wars movies. A one, this, two, and three. I liked the X. I liked that there were more. Three Jedi. is a good movie. I don't know why sh- people shit on three. I, I three is in my top five. The script. Well, I guess the six, the so. the problem with three is the dialogue. That's the only thing I didn't like about. I it. hate sand. It gets yeah, in my it gets crack. everywhere. <laughs> yeah, but okay, that's, but that's the, the that's the, the only thing I dislike about it. That's the greatest. Lightsaber battle that's ever been in a movie is totally Obi Wan versus. It is a really good lightsaber. They did really oh. well on that. And then the 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 actually the cli- the climax of that whole movie at the end of that lightsaber battle is one of the best turning points in all of it. I mean, it's just yeah. it's fucking phenomenal. So when people and then he pans when they show Darth and he's like, I don't oh, like that. That's the cheesiest fucking. Yeah, they could have done with. Let me finish what I'm saying. He hates it, but I'm just saying that's showing the actual final transition into Darth Vader. You didn't where have he to can show never it. Come back. Show it it would have had more impact of I, if even they if left it out. even if if you left all that out, and even if the last shot was just or just putting the helmet on and then yeah. putting it off. Yeah, but he's he's feeling his no. wife die. He's feeling his wife die, and that's what <laughs> finally changes it. No, fin- he was changed before. He was changed, but not completely. 
He was changed the moment that he strangled her or strangled her. <laughs> hey, we've all choked a bitch, yeah. you know. I mean, that's <laughs> do you think he could give, like, <laughs> love choking bitches? Darth Vader, do you think he could give bitches force orgasms? <laughs> just well, wouldn't? Why would you bother? Wouldn't you just stick it in and then force jizz? I mean, like, if you're Darth Vader, no, but I mean, like, if you don't you care could, about her feelings. If you could walk down the street and go. <laughs> You've maybe made and your tag and, ah! and then there's this like just go and she's crumbling. Vader right, would right. maybe we would, okay, but Vader wouldn't. Would. He'd be like, fuck that. I would. He would force tear her skirt off. I'd embrace out. the dark side. Mm. All right, moving on. What <laughs> if Jason, Vader was just forced? I asked you, to, I asked you just, something to do oh, for yeah, us. You guys want to so I want to hear some of your favorite movies of 2017. Um, oh nice. Why didn't you tell me about this? I uh You're fired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will say this year, this or 2017 was one of the most confusing years of my life. Probably, yeah. Is that when you had a sex change? No, but it, like just a lot of shit started in like like getting the rhythm of life. I don't have an, I don't have a, a whole lot of time to watch movies anymore. Even though I have two kids, I have a band. <laughs> That's three kids. I have three other kids. <laughs> Which I am dad of the band now that Zach's gone because I'm the oldest. Man. Are you? <laughs> I'm dad of the band. But um, Danny's older than you. Danny's older than he me. He said dad so, of the I'm band. I'm dad of the band. Oh yeah. Um, you guys should write a song called "Dad of." Well, the no, band. 2017 was crazy for me because you start off the year like you know January, February, March. I was working my my day job, which I've worked at for a long time, and I kind of built. I, I if I was still working there, I could still be moving forward. And I think I would have a career there. I was making good money, the b- the best money I've ever made. And I gave all that up to go do the Shinedown tour. And so we go on a two-week tour, which uh, Mike Grothy coined as Rock and Roll Band Camp. Um, but we were playing in front of thousands of people every night. It was, it was the dream come true. It was everything I ever wanted to do when uh, I was 14 years old playing guitar in the basement it, it was like you know there medford oregon was just under four thousand people you know in mm-hmm. a huge fucking that it, it was in a rodeo barn but uh <laughs> yeah it was it was crazy so then i come back march we came back in april and you know we were all everybody in the band was waiting for the call like you know, our management. You guys wanted to us, get back on. Management or, was telling us like this. You know, by the time you guys come back from this, we're going to be in the middle of conversations about getting you guys signed, and somebody's going to pick up the deal to pick up the EP, and that's going to get released, and then you're going to have to go back in the recording studio and record a full length album for, for them, which we were completely prepared for. We we still have tons of songs in the fucking works right now, um, so. You know, we came back and just kind of, I didn't want to get a a, a real job again right away because I wanted to, I was waiting. I was waiting to see where all this was going to go. So I came back, got a fucking shitty job at a liquor store. (laughs) Yeah, that didn't last long. Worst jobs I've ever fucking had. (laughs) You you know what it feels like to go out and live your fucking dream on the West Coast for a month? Uh, And then, well, because we did two weeks. On, uh, of touring them, then we spent another week in Vegas, pretty much 
uh, kind of relaxing. <laughs> Although that, there was wasn't that. Evan like in a fucking <laughs> he was in a bowling, bowling he was in a bowling tournament in Vegas and we had we had a he was in Kingpin was Bill Murray there no nope. I looked I looked for him but uh so you know we come back and I didn't you know. <laughs> You know how how bad it sucks to when you uh, you go do, you live your dream for two weeks to a month and uh, then your first job back they're like yeah we need you to go get carts out of the parking lot and you're like fuck <laughs> fuck this and that's when you're like I'm in a band and you just throw a case of bottles on the ground uh, I worked at that liquor store I worked at that liquor store for for uh, like a month. Um, was it that long? I thought you didn't even Do last. Like, I no, I made weeks. it like a month. I made it like a month, uh, and then I got a serving job, and then Which I got a, way better. Then I got a real day job again. But uh, and then I turned thirty. Like that was I turned thirty in May, and it was like you turned thirty. You just did the biggest thing you've ever done ever in your life. The thing that you wanted to do. I'm engaged. We've been engaged for a while, and my funds were running out. And it was like, it was just really fucking, you know, like, fuck, what am I doing? Like, what is, it's a big thing to turn 30, that transition from your 20s into your 30s. And you just kind of don't know what the fuck you're doing. So, and then the rest of the year was, (laughs) the rest of the year was, I mean, we still did big things. We we went off and we played Northern Invasion. We played, uh, uh, why can I not think of that festival that's like up north, further, further north? Uh, Oh, I know what you're talking about. Where at? Moondance, Moondance Jam. Right. That was the first time we played with Vince Neil. That was like Neil. June, right? Was that in June? Yeah, something like that. It was Vince Neil, Hailstorm, yeah. Pretty Reckless. That was the second Dorothy. time you played with Hailstorm. I like Pretty Reckless. It was, was like cool. the third time, I think. Oh, really? Uh, and we, we, we were able to, you know, we, we did the Papa Roach show. We did the Dorothy show. Uh, we did we did other big things in, in 2017, but, you know, the Shinedown tour obviously eclipsed all those. So it was it's just it was a really weird year and I've you know I've been working fucking 50 Blue milk. 50 plus hours for for, for you, you uh, stashing a lot of that money away right now? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh just making it so I can go and leave again. But I mean our you know our it's it's not a uh you know millions of dollars or anything but we're going to go do this tour and be able to again come back and pay everybody out a chunk of change that will allow them to pay their bills and uh eat and have a roof over their head so that segue into like i didn't even i i probably was only able to sit down and watch this is your biggest longest biggest longest tour that you've had so far yeah five weeks um but i mean as far as even bears football i've i was only able to sit down and watch maybe five games this year I don't. I don't have television. I don't have cable or anything at my house, so I have to go out to a bar and mob draw. All you Flemish and Cold Kingdoms fan, we're gonna set up a GoFundMe for Jason for uh, <laughs> yeah, TV right. watching. Flim flam. Yeah, uh, just, yeah. Pay for my <laughs> NFL network uh, and your beer. Ten so, hours of beer drinking at the bar. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I. I yeah. I can. It's a pretty it. big day. I can afford it. Uh, but uh, so that you know that leaks over into movies, and I was I had to Google. I was. I googled all the movies that came out in 2017 just so I knew yeah what it was and a lot of them I was like ah oh, I, I never really got around to watching that one but uh this is just kind of a small list of the movies that I've watched recently that I've liked okay uh and I included 
um, like Netflix Netflix movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Rightfully so. We're always they're Netflix originals. You mean kind of deal? Are turning yeah, into yeah. one of the main places to see. Yeah, anything. shit. Why would I ever do anything different? Um, we just watched Coco not too long ago. What's that about? I really liked it. It's uh, I'm not aware of this. It's the new Pixar movie. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It's the the Mexican. Oh okay. Yeah, the Day like, of the Dead. It's kind of okay. like the, the art is the same as another movie that came out a couple years ago, right? Or am I just kind of lumping those two together uh, because I mean, they've got that Mexican style? I'm pretty sure style. it's Pixar, but yeah, no. Well, the visuals were great, but uh, I, I just, everything about them. It's kind of one of those movies that uh, you know hit you in a uh, really cool looking. It is. I mean, but uh, yeah, I, I'll I have to watch it. it. Is that on? That's on Netflix. No, no? I downloaded that one. No, you and your downloads. My kids have seen it. They loved it. Yeah. Okay. Um. Blade Runner twenty forty nine. What'd you think? Fucking loved it. It's better than Star Wars. Fuck, way better than Star Wars. <laughs> okay, so my you remember when he called my dad for like half a second on my phone? Yeah, like, that was I hilarious. Was, I was, I was oh, laughing for you. Two hours and forty nine minutes. Think again. <laughs> Are you on the phone still? Yes. I mean, obviously, eight point seven on IMDb. Coco got. Yeah, I thought it was really good. I have to watch it. It's a little boy. He wants to be a singer, but there's some taboo shit in his family about being a singer because somebody fucked his great grandma and then uh, she yeah. bounced on him. And was it? What, well, that's so how they say. What it made the Blade Runner too. for you? Did you have you watched the original Blade Runner? This is the one I'm thinking. Uh, of. I, I remember seeing it a long time ago when I was a kid, and then I tried to. I turned it on one night, and Marlo goes, "Turn this fucking movie off." We're not watching this. This is the other one. I'm it's too cheap. Yeah, I've seen that, actually. The Book of Life yeah, in that. 2004. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know Yeah, that's that. right. Oh, Scott I, Channing I, I Tatum. I knew you were going I knew you and were going to that route Zoe there. Saldana. And Matt Damon is in that I movie. I knew you were going Matt that Damon. I don't think he is. No, I was joking. Okay. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, I really liked Blade Runner. I thought it was a great movie. Okay. I yeah. thought it was... Did Why you, did you think it was great? Give me an example. Um, I thought it was just... Good storytelling, like it, you, it doesn't have to be. It wasn't profound. boring. It was, yeah, it wasn't boring. I didn't think it was boring. Two hours. People and people complained minutes. about it because they said it was slow, but it's a slow burn. I think so. I don't know, but I, I liked it. I, I think still that's liked the, it. I think that's the pace that I like. Right oh. there. Well, it's good. Like you don't mind watching a movie if it's not slow. like st- not like if the last Jedi where I felt like it was screaming okay. in my face the whole fucking time. I need to pile on bad fucking jokes and the black dude, which is the worst fucking character of all time. Finn. He's too strong for you. You probably just don't understand. Yeah. Uh, Logan <laughs> is probably probably out of all these movies uh, I'm going to name. Logan was my favorite. I fucking I. Nick brought that up. I've, it wasn't on his top ten, but he he made it a rep. I'll say it was my number one movie of 2017. Um, it, I've seen it three top times. Of the list. I've seen it three times. And <laughs> I've seen it twice. I've gotten tears in my eyes too. Because the three. character development in that dude fuck. when she at the end when she takes the cross. And turns it on its side to an X. Make an X. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm crying fucking laughing right now. Gets me. It, yeah. it does. If I, 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 I love, I love, I really love. I've cried at two different. You hate things. Jesus that much. I've cried during two different things this year. One was Logan. The other was the Thirty for Thirty Ric Flair. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I kind of. It made up. me cry, man. I, I love, I love the. The bond between Logan and Xavier, and how like yeah. there's you know it's it's human, it's, it's very human. human, and they really capture that very well in that fucking movie. Yeah, like that. 
that was his butthole from when his wife told him. Yeah, so <laughs> fingered each other's buttholes for a super for a Marvel movie. Yeah, I think it's one of the best superhero movies. Like of all time. they, oh, like it wasn't just so about good. the fighting or any of that. It's like the the connection that you felt. Yeah, that that's the way I felt. Dark. That's what I want. Yeah. the shit to feel like. I know that. That's it, what I felt about uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. I thought the beginning of you that guys movie have talked about that quite a bit. Was um, so that's actually a really good movie. The apes were so humanized, which is good because you had to make them the the Andy Circus's um, better role over Snow. The ones you're rooting for. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my criticism of it. He's got a lot of good. I I didn't end up finishing it. The last uh, part wasn't quite as good as the beginning. I watched up until they get to where Caesar gets to the military base with Woody Harrelson, and they kind of have a couple scenes together, and then. When I was watching, I was just like uh, way too tired. I think you should try rewatching it. I think um, they did a really. good I thought job. it was good. Like I was entertained. Yeah. The only reason I turned it off was because I got tired and I yeah. needed to go to sleep, and then I just never got back around right. to finishing it. But um, my my thing, my criticism of that was like, they're kind of like, and here's this, and then the end, and here's this, and then the end. Like there was no lasting conflict through it. They're like. They get here, and then they got to figure out they got to go here. There was, it was, it was just very kind of point A uh, to I get B what you're to saying, C to D. But but that's not a huge criticism. It's not anything. Of, kind of, I didn't like it. I'm just saying, like I kind of felt like conflict. Like here's there a conflict, and then the next scene. Yeah, I got you. It, there was a conflict, and then in like almost the next scene, they resolve that conflict and move on to the next one. You know, I didn't like it when the when Caesar kills the the. The ape that kind of like double crossed them, yeah, double crossed them, and they're just trying to keep him quiet. And the, but then Caesar ends up choking him to death. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was a really powerful scene. And then, but then there's just some guys standing outside, and they're like, yeah. And then they're just and like, then they just walk away. That like, way, that, that scene now that's has not no this movie. movie. Yeah. For you me, know, for me, what the movie did to me, bugged me. It's like but, I've never really cared about the Planet of the Apes. Any of those? Oh, I'm. A, since I thought I the first two, the little oh, baby of the remakes of the remakes. Yeah, the first, the first, first one really was awesome. fucking good. But like this one, not the this Mark one Waller. actually made me like. I actually thought I'm like, I really like this fucking movie. It was yeah. very. They really humanized. I the think characters. the second one is the one that got me to where I was like, I really like this. Okay, really. The, the the one with James Franco was like, okay, I like what they're doing here. And then the second one was like, okay, I'm hooked. I I, I love the the atmosphere. Oh. I love the I love the story that they're telling. And then the third one was to me just like war for the, what well, was they're that just one? flooding through the trees, you know. And yeah. That's the first one where I they didn't really see. That's showed, the only one I didn't see. It was the first one the where they really one. showed the apes. This is the fourth being, one, right? Oh, this is the fourth. This is the fourth. I thought this is the third. This is the fourth one. No, it's the third. Is it? Yeah, it's the third. You're thinking of the one with Mark Wahlberg is one of the four. It's not. It's not. No, that's totally separate. Well, yeah, they like tried to the start Mark it. Wahlberg I think the one yeah. was the reboot that didn't. Oh, so it's like Hulk. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. And then they came up with Norton, who is actually, I think the now Hulk is an extension of the Norton thing. Let's not even talk about the fucking Hulk. Right. What? Okay. okay. Yeah, move on. So, Logan, um, this is actually one of the most recent <laughs> movies that I watched, but I really liked it. Um, I think because it kind of has some like like, throwback nostalgia to me. I, Tanya. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Uh, I think I have it on my flash drive. I'll give it to you. Okay. Um, I thought it was really good. And you I, legally have it on your flash drive. I legally have it on my flash drive, and I'm legally going to give it to <laughs> Lance Andrew Lovering, who lives in South St. Paul. Uh, you don't know my address. Uh, eight? No. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I thought it was, I thought it was good. Uh, I want to see that. I should be able to find you now. 
Margaret Robbie uh, was. She's one of my favorite blondes of all time. Really? She is pretty. She's a tasty. She's hilarious in that movie, I Uh, think. Dude, I heard nothing but good about that movie. Yeah, I thought it was really great. Um, It's very. I've kind of looked into some shit about it. You remember that whole scandal, right? Yeah, I was was really young. Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding. I was really young, but I'm old enough to remember it. Right. But, uh, no, it maybe if a movie's good, it, it'll make me. I'll start researching. I still, like when I'm watching a movie, it's, it's like good. IMDb the shit, story, yeah. and like where was it filmed or what you know, yeah, like all that stuff. If it, yeah, if, if I don't have that enough, if it was a bad movie, I'm not going to do that. But I, I, I did. I looked up like how accurate is this? What kind of what side of the stories were being told? And I thought it was really good. Uh, one that I was skimming through the list of the movies, I went, oh yeah, I really like that. Was Guardian of the Galaxy two? But I think everybody loved that. Uh, I didn't like it as much as the first one, but really, I, yeah, really. I thought it was. I started falling asleep in a the theater when I saw it. I haven't. I think I haven't laughed that hard at a movie in a long time. I think no, the first and, half of the movie I mean, for me was they're awesome. both hilarious. And then, Other the, than the Last Jedi, I laughed pretty hard at, uh, but not in a good way. Do you have to just keep turning the knife? <laughs> just this is the flummery. When do all. I get to turn the knife? <laughs> It's fine if you don't know how to watch a movie. That's fine. Um, Go on. The next one is, and this this came out. I'm going to sneak it in there. It was uh, it came out 2000 December 2016, but I, I saw it in 2017. Uh, we need to scratch this. Is uh, Founder the the McDonald's movie? Yeah, the is McDonald's that good? Movie. I fucking loved that movie. I need. To, I tried to. I it's was so going to sit well, down and watch and it, and I turned it off, but I didn't guy, start watching it. What's the guy in the movie? Um, it's uh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Keaton. I'll watch anything he does. It's fucking. Yeah. I love him. Except Bird, he was a Birdman was a horrible movie. Um, I I got it. I didn't get it. I got it. It it was, it was too so artsy. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what though, he was probably. I mean, I love. I had a man crush on Christian Bale during the last Batman series, but Keaton will always be my favorite. I think. I think he played the no, Bale then Keaton then Kilmer. Cool, cool. I get it, but I think he played the uh, no. Actually, fuck that. The Bachelor billionaire better than anybody. No, because uh, Bale never Kilmer actually was had pretty to good at it. Play it. I didn't yeah. like. I didn't like uh, Val Kilmer in that much. Um, Plus, the movie was so good. The first one was so good. Moving on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we disagree. Jason's, obviously, Jason's taking the reins. Okay, on we this got one. five minutes, and I'm gonna let you finish your list. Split. Otherwise, I'm gonna take you to town on Batman. Split. Split. Oh, the, oh, yeah. Um, M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. And you that's like, actually a lot I like of people how it don't tied know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's don't been get, planned well, for years. He couldn't. He was trying I to get I can't this. wait for that. Yeah. Are they going to do another one? They have yeah. to. They have to. Well, he, he it's contracted. They're doing it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I read up on all of that. He oh, Have we through the movie? Oh, like, M. Night yeah, Shyamalan's my jam. I need to rewatch that. But I loved how yeah. they tied it in. The dude, other and that guy, what's the name of the actor in that? Uh, the bald he's, dude. He, he's like a he's an English dude. He looks like Ewan McGregor. James something. He was also an Atomic Blonde. Yeah, it's he was James so McAvoy. Good he was so good. Is it James McAvoy? I'll look it up right now. I don't know. I, I got it right here. people's names. I got yeah, it right I love... here, Lance. Get on your shit. Yeah, I, I, I love McAvoy. Yeah, James McAvoy. Yeah. Um, such so, a dream. So here's kind of a left. Kind of looks one. like a. He, oh, he like was a, fucking. Uh, he looks Professor like Ewan, doesn't he, he look like Xavier. Ewan McGregor yeah, a little yeah. bit in the uh, yeah, X Men? Yeah. yeah, McGregor. He looks a little bit like Ewan McGregor. Oh, I thought no, you meant Connor really. McGregor. Fuck Connor. 
I hope fuck Khab- you. I hope Khabib beats yeah, his ass. Off. He's not gonna f- come back. No, and fight. We'll get into the you, UFC man. after this. We'll, we'll get into some uh, some very quick UFC talk. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. This one's left field. Tiny advertised right there. Okay, go on. Power Rangers. Loved the new Power Rangers. <laughs> Never movie. saw it. Oh, I was it good? It. I, I liked it. I think uh, that was one that was set up. Did you up buy an outfit after you watched it? No. Oh. I already had one. Did you fight like this afterwards? <laughs> no. My whole childhood, I, I, you, guys are, you guys are fucking old. My childhood, I was... Oh, yeah. Sorry. They stole I've, the entire thing from this, Voltron. I still have this True. very vivid childhood memory of the very first time Power Rangers came on and being a little kid. In my living room, and it was the episode. Where Our the, swords don't cut. Hey, I'm fucking talking. <laughs> this we is what's wrong with your podcast. <laughs> I have a very vivid memory of of the episode with the the pig guy with the big helmet. Uh, I know that who that the is. Actually, first, uh, episode I ever saw, and I remember running into my parents' room as they were sleeping, and being like, "There's fucking guys on the TV killing a pig." <laughs> and I thought it was the greatest shit ever. And like, I I'll thought, show you a pig helmet. The way that. I thought Sorry. this new Power Rangers movie was kind of going to be set up for. I was. I thought I was going to fucking hate it. Like you're going <laughs> to shit on everything of of what I love about it of my childhood. Like the. But they really Force didn't. Awakens they just, did. Yeah, pretty much. I thought they were going to Force Awakens it. They're going to fucking <laughs> Ryan Powers or whatever the fuck his name is. Ryan Powers. Uh, after that <laughs> is a documentary on Netflix called Hired Gun. I really liked that one. Have you seen that no. once? It's about um. It's not, they interview all these uh, pretty much session it. musicians or, or you know, like hired guys to What's go out on it? tour. Hired gun. Oh. It's about musicians who. Oh, the guys like you don't studio see, musicians, like the guys that play in on albums and on tour and stuff. And yeah, these are the, but they're not really credited. No. And, and one of the big ones is like Billy Joel. After you, after getting done watching this, I was like, "Fuck Billy Joel and fuck uh, the really? dude from Filter too, man." Oh uh, yeah, really? Yeah, he treated those guys like shit, man. He's really, like, it's my music. The Amalgamate yeah. is one of my favorite albums. Filter? Yeah, you know the Amalgamate. I did karate at uh, Evan's wedding. To hey man, nice shot. Yeah, good. I remember that. I was, was there. It like Power Rangers karate. <laughs> yeah, pretty. But much. But the Amalgamate is one of my favorite <laughs> Filter albums of all. That, Dude, that watch album. it. Watch it, man. It's it'll it'll open your eyes to some shit. Uh, and then Jim and Andy, the documentary about Jim. Carry becoming Andy Kaufman. Oh, you know what? I, that was I, so I want to good. See, you, see, now you gave me a good list. Now I got stuff Jim and I Andy. Watch. I for sure. That's the next thing I'm going to watch because I, I don't know why. I that's really good though. Huh? For a while, Jim Carrey was like my yeah, yeah, guy, and so. it's because I just respect uh, like how far you have to go, how, how far they that person has to go to become be as crazy as Jim Carrey became to become that character. Hmm. I mean, that's you don't see that. It's it's something that di- there's something different about who he is. He's he's and that was all the time that operates on it when he was filming Man on the I Moon. Can't wait. Right? Yeah, yeah, yep. Um, I did write some some side notes, some disappointments. Are you gonna put the flummery on that list? No, Last Jedi is on that list. But <laughs> well, we don't need to go over that again. Uh, Moving on. Wonder Woman. A lot of people told me about how great that fucking Jesus movie was. Jesus Christ. That was another one I turned off. I Logan was better than Wonder Woman. Logan was awesome, but... Wonder I, Woman didn't even touch the realm of what Logan well, was. Well, Wonder Woman for Wonder DC Woman, movies The acting was, was so bad. No, the acting was bad. so fucking bad. And that's bad. why I can't do... Chris Pine is so dreamy. 
that he he played Wonder Woman. His bright blue, girl, his, his bright blue water bath. Yeah. Uh, and I know this is gonna piss you guys off too, but Alien. Uh no, I get it. I get that. I, I get that more than Wonder Woman. I Wonder liked Woman it better was like than Prometheus. Such a step up for Wonder Woman. Marlo and I both like we were halfway through watching Wonder Woman. We both looked at each other like. Are you talking about Alien Resurrection, the newer one? Right, Covenant, Covenant. Covenant. That's right. That's my bad. We both liked that a lot. Yeah, but I thought it was all right. I, I just get I don't it know. though. It was... I can see why somebody wouldn't like it because you have to be so immersed. I mean, yeah. And it's... I guess I, I don't think I. I mean, I never remember as a kid being immersed in those. You got it was probably more your we were, time. Yeah, was like it was. Guy. I was born in that weird section to where I never. Right, I hear you. The same with us. With I actually Rangers. went back. It's weird because I, I went back and watched them all that. not too long ago. I remember Steve. Steve was really into. Uh, Alien, like he had all the toys and stuff, and he was really scuba. Into it. No, no, my Steve. Oh, your Steve. Yeah, and he was six months older than me. Steve Greet, what's his last? Marshall. Marshall. Okay. Yeah. Oh and, yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 All right. And uh, so it's weird because I know he was really into it, but I, I, I just never really caught on to. Yeah. I liked uh, Prometheus. It's very scary. See, yeah, I love Prometheus. It's the other way around for me. I liked them both, so I can I can identify though. I know why people wouldn't like Prometheus. I totally get that, and I know why people wouldn't like Covenant. I totally Covenant, get it. Covenant, it's da- what David... They're different stories, but they're intertwined in yeah. a way that you have to kind of just let it happen. Uh, What's-his-face is what made that movie for me. Uh, to play yeah. David. Fassbender. Fassbender yeah. yeah, I love that fucking dude. He's your man. Yeah, he's, sure. yeah he's, he's... Other than actor. Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen's my other boyfriend. What did you think of Mads in uh, The Force Awakens? Who did he play? He's, he played. Um, he's not in it. He's in. He's in Rogue One. Oh yeah, it's fucking a Rogue I One. Love I love Rogue One. Okay. That is an awesome fucking movie. Well, I'm glad you did, because then we can agree on something tonight. All right, <laughs> hey, I think we are gonna wrap it up. Unless, did you have any more disappointments <laughs> that I loved? Uh, <laughs> a big disappointment. Uh, not really a disappointment, <laughs> but the uh, Francis Ngano Stipe Miocek fight. Yeah. That's how it. do you not fucking train to learn how to get up when you're he facing Stipe lo- he Miocic? He was so fucking he was, lost. He in was that. done. He was so lost in that fight. It was he's he's young. It was he, how he's old got is he? A, well, wouldn't your trainer well, I mean, like his career right. was young? But wouldn't your manager and your trainer like prep you for that? You would think, and and it's a mixed you know, like arts. Rogan, well, they Rogan still hypes him that he lives at the new UFC compound and he's blah 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 blah, but. How, how obviously he's a big dude he's very mu- muscle he's heavy he's huge he's very muscle heavy and uh everything that i've heard you know like people who are naturally that body size have better endurance than if if you were to lift to get to that that right. bottle size and he 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 looks like he he lifted to get to that body size but uh, and so his his gas runs out a lot faster. He he has no tank at all. No, he's like a so. Car. All you got to do is fucking Wrestle David him. versus Goliath him for the first Steve half of the was first round. Brilliant in that fight. Yeah, he was brilliant. It wasn't a bad fight. I wasn't disappointed in the fight. No, I was I've, disappointed in Nganu yeah. that he couldn't bring a. Better don't you think fight. that's don't you think that's kind of up to, uh, on Dana White on how he sold N- uh, Nganu on this fight? And I feel like Stipe thinks that you know. This is my boy, and then Stipe's like, "Man, what about me, man? I'm the champ." And you know, I feel like oh, yeah. Stipe feels like, "Look how bad like, they fucked Amanda Nunes out of all that shit, man." Like, yeah, White's got some mm-hmm. fucking issues. He can't be 
Yeah, some growing pains. But uh, looking forward, I'm really looking forward to the... Khabib-Ferguson fight? Yeah, that's going to be... Dude, I have not... Uh, I, I watched that last Khabib fight, and I like Barboza, man. Fucking... Uh, right, well, Barboza and... Barboza... Barboza and Ferguson. That was one of the greatest fights ever. That, there's nothing um, wrong with Barboza. He's still a great fighter, man, but he just got... In, he no, got you just a, can't get in the ring with Khabib, man. He Like, even uh, Rogan was like... I he, after the first round, uh, Barboza was like, I don't know what, what the fuck to do, is, what to yeah. do right now. He's I'm just, just getting thrown to the wall, to the grinder. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, we were watching at my house. And I was like, if I was uh, Barboza's corner, I would almost just throw in a towel. Like, there, there's not a good ending to this, and it's not going to be. <laughs> you're just watching your boy just get fucking meat grinded. Yeah, it was it, just he was just holding him down like. Dude, you know you're not getting out of this, right? <laughs> well, that's, like, that's the thing. They don't throw in and, the towel, and though. Khabib it's said, like, even said, I think, I think smart Khabib too. said, even said, he's like, I'm going to make it go five rounds, and I'm going to punish him for yeah, five yeah. rounds. Well, and you know, one of the things about Khabib is he's, you that's know, like, mean. he'll talk, that's good. He'll, he's known for talking to the other guys, like, give up. Yeah, he'll be like, he'll be he's on not, top he's of not, him. He's not even being, like, cocky or an no, asshole. He's, he's just like, like, you know you can't get out of this, right? Like, I'm just going to fucking He'll say that you. in the middle of the fight. Like, he'll be on top of a guy. He's like, you know, I have to win this fight. So, yeah. you just, you're not going to. You, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's insane. If, you know what? If if he ever, you know, when he squares off, like, when him and. Uh, um, Ferguson? No. But when him and Connor, like. Have had. I don't know if Connor's ever. No, I know, I know. I'm just saying they have had spots. Connor's talking to him. Connor will not break that dude mentally. I guarantee no. it. He's I not. Think, he's, Connor does that to a lot of people. He cannot do it to Khabib. I don't think Connor ever comes so, back because Khabib's running the same deal. Like, the other one I'm very yeah. excited about is the uh, Joanna. Yeah, uh, yeah, the rematch. She was just on Joe Rogan, actually. Yeah, and it was a really good episode. I thought it was really good. Um, I love Joanna. Uh, everything about her. I hope she gets the belt back. Do you? Oh yeah. I'm kind of like fifty-fifty on it. And I like. I kind of like both of them. I think Rose is fine. I don't have anything against her, but Jan is my girl. So is that her boyfriend slash trainer? Yeah, yeah. Like, how they, does that work? That's so uh, fucking what's, weird. What was his name? Pat oh, or something Pat, like that. Yeah, Pat Benson or, or something like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he talks at the end. And he's like, oh, yeah, they're joking or like telling Dana that oh, they won the belt, so they're gonna start a family or whatever. But yeah, that's <laughs> get pregnant after you get the belt. Which I had to look. She's she's from. Can you fight pregnant? <laughs> that's messy. That be Why messy. don't be fucking it's, it's misogynistic? Upon, <laughs> that's so misogynistic. Yeah. You guys let a pregnant woman fight. You know. I mean, what were you gonna say, Jason? <laughs> I'm gonna say right. tune into the flummery. Mm-hmm. Tune into the flummery. We got lottery ticks, which was a huge highlight for me. Let's uh, wrap up, Jason, with you and your tour and the show here, actually. Yeah, come uh, for the millions listening around the world. Uh, March 2nd, we'll be at Route 47, and it's going to be a really good show. Come early. You're not going to want to miss Imperial Fall. They're a great band out of Racine, uh, Wisconsin, followed up by the debut of Eon. Which many of you guys know is Blaine Sylvia, Kyle Glidden, and Evan Stevie. They've I've heard some of the stuff. It's it's good. Like and Minneapolis needs another band like them. They're they're going to be heavy, melodic. It's it's pretty badass. It's it's pretty raw. And this is their first show. Uh, I know they were. 
they're sending me Snapchats of uh, them shooting their first music video today. So keep an eye out on social media before that for that because I'm sure it'll be out before the show in prep for the show. E A O N. E A O N. Eon, which is close to Eris. Yeah, that's what I thought. Too. Look them up letters. together. Uh, it's no. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I thought, but that's not what they're going for. I know. Uh, then Sleep Signals, great fucking band, and we're gonna get to know those guys very fucking yeah. good over the next f- couple months. So uh, then come check out Four Piece Cold Kingdom. Uh, if you weren't at the Papa Roach show, if you weren't at the Dorothy show, you haven't seen us perform as a four piece before. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it, and I would not rather start a, a tour any other way. So well, sweet. Congratulations on a new tour. Uh Thank I guess Torito. With the Torito Supreme. The sleep signals yep. and, and if there's any Taco Bell reps out there, uh ready for that commercial. Yep. We need a new sponsorship. We need <laughs> free cheesy gordita crunches on this tour. So Yes. Keep and us fed. Word. We out Thanks. Good job.